Okay, let's move on to uh, Number of the Beast. A plus. <laughs> End of that's conversation. Actually, that's actually, huh. yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. You got a flow we, chart? We, what is that? You got a grade now? <laughs> no, it's just that, you know. No, he's no, making the net set list. list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought it was an algorithm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start with this song, and I guess we can dive right into it because well, you don't have to start with the open. I know, but I'm looking at yeah. other ones going, and I, I know this is going to be a debate, so I might as well start with this. The, this song will be a debate, yet. Yeah. I gotta get to the chorus at least. Baseline is so fucking badass. <laughs> I need to learn this. Just I wanna play that. <laughs> About to take a turn here, right? Yep, here it comes. Oh, oh. There it is. Okay. That never um, bothered me. Really? It, it, it never How? bothered me either. How did it not bother you? It's never bothered me. It just, me that's what it, that, I don't know. It just sounded <laughs> like the song didn't sound yeah. weird to me. Hmm. And I, I started, I don't know about you guys, but I was listening to this, I think, when it first came out. So no, it's I, all, I went back to this. felt one. natural. I was like, you know, 13, 14 years old. So that's what it, you know, I, I guess I didn't have I any can, I can see opinions, of, except that this is like fucking unbelievable. Every second of it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. This was, I got this a little bit later as I was collecting Iron Maiden albums. I'd probably, I'm, it might have been the last one. Because I started getting them um, like 88, 89, probably 89. And um, for whatever reason, because, you know, you didn't know what was going to be in the store when you had, yeah. you know, 10 bucks or whatever to buy an album. And oh, yeah. um, I ended up getting this one kind of late. Uh, and, uh, yeah, even like I, I, I can still kind of remember like that was one of the things on this album. I was like, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's I just remember weird. looking at what pillaging <laughs> fucking weird ass scale <laughs> marauding. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. What does that mean? Because <laughs> we were kind of spoiled by all the greatness that came after this, and we <laughs> we started with it. Like I started with Live After Death. Well, I knew yeah. a bunch of the songs Ooh, from the live albums, but yeah. you know that was not obviously one that they were playing live very often. No, <laughs> and this wasn't part of anyone's I think top ten. By the way, oh, three good. guys on that podcast because. Yeah. If you look at all the opening tracks, even on this album, it's like it's kind of a weird one. Yeah, look, if it, it, it's, it's one of the worst, in my opinion. I mean, exactly. It's so weird though, because like excluding Gangland for now, it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think only because the rest of the songs are so freaking unbelievable. It's yeah, that, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just coming the opposite yeah, of the other, uh, the one we just talked about, right? Yes, yeah, yeah pretty much. It is mirror image, exact opposite, right. Yes. right? Yeah, which is so. I mean, I mean, so time, I tell you, Gangland sucks too, but the uh, the rest uh, of this album, I mean, no. this this album can be heralded as possibly the best <laughs> Maiden album. Well, these guys—that's the crazy thing about it—is that yeah. you have maybe some weaker songs, but 
at the same time, it's it is considered maybe their best album ever. And I mean, exactly. exactly. When I think about like the best it's one, it's favorite. like uh, you know, it's got it's got some of their most iconic songs. But I think it's oh yeah, album. It's not yeah, it's not their strongest at all. Agreed, mm. completely agreed uh, as well. Yeah, wow. Yeah, in fact, I, I can go to this now since we're talking about it. But if you're going to grade like those top, what are the five albums from eighty two? When Bruce came in from eighty two to eighty yeah, eighty two to eighty eight. This would be my. This would be five for me actually. So yeah. what? Me too. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I go somewhere in time. Peace of mind. Power, Power slave. slave. Seven son. Beast. Just, that's my top. Yeah, seven son is better than this. I, think I would so. put I no taste. I, I like it better. Yeah. Power Slave, yeah. Seven Sons. are fucking idiots. Well, maybe somewhere. In time. I don't know, but yeah, this would be number five for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting because when not we that we're it's talking. It's close. It's I not think bad. maybe it's because it it's so classic. It, yeah. Like you know, Run to the Hills. You never want to hear Run to the Hills again, but it's that, just that so factors iconic into a little that bit. You overlook the fact that it's so freaking iconic. Yeah. It it factors in a little bit with Run to the Hills being so overplayed. Where it's like, okay, yeah. I've heard the song a thousand times. I can, yeah. you know. I mean, um, I honestly, don't really. I can't imagine how it is for them to ever play that song again. When, like, personally, I'm kind of sick of playing the song. Well, you could play <laughs> you could play this song or that song from Rio, and that's that's why you want to play it. Yeah, because the crowd is ridiculous on that. Yeah, song. right. I should put that on my <clears throat> pad. At the, no yeah. shit, you should do that. It's funny. I might agree with for me, Seven Son. And this might be a bold a bold statement, but this is my opinion as a fan. For me, every Iron Maiden album has one or two songs at least that are like okay. For me, Seven Son Pound for Pound is my all time favorite Maiden album. That's not to say that there are other songs on other albums that I don't love just as much, but as an entire album, that one there's not one song that I wouldn't that I wouldn't take on a desert island with me. Was was that your introduction to Maiden? Uh, you said it you was got not. It, okay. So, so, so interesting you say that. That was the year, but my introduction right. to Maiden was actually somewhere in time and, and Powersley. Hmm. And then Number of the Beast. And I think because as kids and as fans, because we were 13 years old and whatever, it's like, oh, Number right. of the Beast. You know, it's, there was <laughs> yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. Shock, shock factor with that. I actually mm-hmm. got Seventh Son on my own at the local music store. I was actually in a Pathmark in a shopping center. And I actually, uh, I actually bought it myself to listen to it. And I was like, I was just, I loved it. And, I, and it grew on me even more over time. But it's just interesting because every album has one or two songs that I'm like, meh, Seventh Son. Every single every that minute from the first minute to the last, I can listen to it nonstop on loop. Can, can I play with madness? Is my only. Eh. I love me too, I, and I, I love that one. I love it. I love it to bits. I, I love that song. Young. I'm the only. I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> what is what? What about only the good die young? I think uh, if you're going to talk about the weakest songs in the album, yeah. that one. Can I play with madness? I love that. Oh song. yeah, yeah. I like it. I just I do too. Compared yeah. to the rest. Yeah, I agree. And actually, I, it's I a weird closer too. By the way, it is, yeah. and that weird back. ending. It's like yeah. the only real rock ending in like the yeah, whole yeah. album. Yeah, it's like that's so weird because it had this great con. The whole album was this concept album, and then they have like this rock and roll ending. It's like, yeah, that's a weird way to end it. But then they do the Seven Deadly Sins thing again. So yeah, but even going back to Invaders, it's it's really just that. Cor- that, that it's line, the core, right? That's the and only that, thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that fucking scale they do chorus. at the end too. Like, yeah. why? Why did they? <laughs> it's, ugh. 
it's yeah, because it, it's pretty it's pretty kick ass up to that point. It would, yeah, it yeah. would be a it yeah. would have been a great song if they didn't fucking just ruin it with the goddamn chorus. What is that scale? What are they playing there? Like is this a scale or is it? Fern's gonna figure it out. I don't think it's chromatic, is it? Well, they play it on the show. I think he knows it. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 G sharp major. G sharp major. Okay, that's a note they never. You mean A? A flat. G sharp A flat. Tomato potato. Yes. Front number four on the E string on the bass. Was just a major. It's just like a major run. That's it. It's it. Um, and it's interesting because it sits on. What do they go up to the fifth? Da, 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 da. Yep, yep, up to the fifth, and then, and then they what? kind of run back down below the tonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, huh. yeah, and well, it's, that's why it's it sounds weird because they don't do majors. They don't very right. often. Right, and, oh, it's, and it's interesting because when we were thinking of doing it, another conversation that comes up is, well, what songs do you like B sides? I never would have figured. Because I think everybody knows here, I'm the new guy in Eyes of the Nile. I joined back in uh, Halloween of 2019 was my first gig. And that's coming not, into – well, that's if you put COVID into the mix – That's forever you know, ago now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that it, it, extended it, it unofficially. It, it, in, in a way, yeah, you're right. You're right. I still feel like the new guy. Um, but when thinking of Maiden songs coming in to an established Maiden tribute, I thought – there's no such thing as a B-side because Maiden fans know everything. So there's no way that, you know, To Tame a Land or Sun and Steel or Invaders are going to be B-sides that might fall flat in front of a crowd. Mm. So when when we're thinking about putting a set list together, sometimes I'm like, oh, we should do this with Invaders or certain songs will come up. And I think for some reason, Invaders are fresh in my mind as an example. And it's it's almost like I get like a maybe response. And, mm-hmm. and each, each maybe kind of like, Add some fidelity to that, but I feel like that's a conversation that happens pretty regularly. Songs that I think should crush and should be known, but I mean, what say you? Well, it, con- constant conversation that we always have, like what a B-side is to someone else is like your my own favorite song or something. Yeah. You know, like so, Flash of the Blade. Oh, you play yeah. the deep cuts. Like Flash of the Blade is not a deep cut to me. Exactly. That right there you know? is exactly what I'm, uh, That's exactly the point I'm getting. It feels like a deep cut for that because Maiden doesn't play it live. Yeah, no. I mean, that is – I, I, would, I would call that a deep cut just because it's like – it's not one of the, the ones oh, that everyone talks about. It's fucking fantastic, but it's not, you know, it's not Power Slave. It's not, you know, Rhyme the Ancient Mariner. Yeah. Like a lot of people would – I don't know. I can't speak for a lot of people, but I would think that a lot of people will want to hear that song live. I don't know. I, I, people fuck are always yes. so yes. psyched when we play that. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Well, yeah. and I, I freaked out when you played Still Life. I've been asking that for six years. So. Uh, yeah. I was, and like every time I post something on social media, it's like play Still so Life. Play still the weird life. thing about that was, <laughs> I think we were all hanging out, and I was like, "So it's going to be really tough." Someone wasn't there. I forget who it was. It was Jason. Fern, were you in the room at this time when we picked the song? I don't think you were there. Maybe you know, not, because this, it was, this was one that I, I came into the band with the wish list that included this. No, this so. was like when we picked Still Life. It was we're all sitting in my basement. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's going to be impossible to pick the next song because we have like yeah. all the good ones. We have like, how are we going to even pick anything from here? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. what about... I think I, I played a couple songs and we got to still life and we're all just like, yes, 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 mm. yes. 
Yeah. I wasn't in the room. Yeah, you weren't in the room. So I think we just said still life is next. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's like, got it on it. We'll have it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I was I was it was like way before. easier. It's like we just totally missed the song somehow and it was pretty unanimous. Clearly, you're not paying attention to my posts on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there was just more songs before that or something. I don't know. But once no, we yeah. got to it, it was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I, I was telling Joe after the last Tally Ho um, show on, in February, I was like, that's the best set list I've ever seen from them. I mean, it included Still Life. And then Joe reminded me, well, they did play Invaders. And I was like, yeah, that's true. So but that's, that's saying still. still. That's how good it was. Still. Yeah, because you played a lot of seven or uh, somewhere in time. You played like three songs from that, I think, and still yeah. alive. And we, I was like, yes, four songs maybe. I think I would well, say every time I've seen you guys, it's gotten I've, I've liked this the set list better. So that's gonna oh. that shoe's gonna the other shoe's gonna drop at some point. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, it's it's funny. Another, another part of the another ingredient to the set list writing is, you know trying to be careful not to always open with aces high two minutes so we're trying yeah, to find no. get a, get a good list of openers that we can kind of rotate to kind of snazz it up for the people that have seen us before, yeah you know? i love that yeah. you opened with caught somewhere in time that was perfect yeah and oh, what yeah. did we play the last time we were there you know right yeah preparing right. and yeah. get this is the place we probably play the most so we're probably not going to be playing the same set list yeah, right. yeah. so this was definitely by far the most adventurous one and i think we all unanimously felt like this was definitely the best one we got the best reaction and uh i wish we could do it again tomorrow <laughs> yeah yeah well, you know what and then uh, when are you guys back there do you know uh at tally ho yeah probably not till the fall or so oh, fuck. all right maybe early or but late you know summer. they're going to pittsburgh joe just fyi so I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Tim to go up and see them in Pittsburgh because hmm. Tim lives an hour from Pittsburgh. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, if I'm off, yeah, I, I would definitely do that. June, thank you, seventeenth, seventeenth. It's interesting too. Because I get off work yeah. that morning. I don't know. Oh no, I can't because I I got to work the, a few days after that. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> well, I'll try to get Tim to come. We'll, we'll figure yeah, it out. I mean, if, yeah, we'll figure it out. Happen. Maybe I can do a trade or something. We'll figure it out. You know, still the, life. The other, yeah, the other please. song that fascinated me too when talking with the band was Gangland. You know, speaking of which, that I, I thought that would have been like everybody would have been like stunned to hear it. And I, I'm learning that well, Gangland is kind of tepid for a number of Venice fans, and that really surprises me. I, I'd be curious to know why. <laughs> it's the weaker song. It's I mean, the weaker weak song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this song is so good. And they admittedly said it shouldn't have been on the album. They should have picked yeah. Total Eclipse. Total they Eclipse. Yeah. They, they, I guess they even forgot one of the solos too. <laughs> oh that's classic does everyone know yeah. that? No, What's that no no what do you mean the second no. half of the guitar solo section can you play it yeah, so do you know where it comes in it. i don't yeah just play the guitar solo because so they in the in the second half of the guitar solo there's no lead guitar it's just riff it's just riff they forgot to add it in wow wait they recorded it and they didn't is it after this after the scream, listen to the guitar solo. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> Nothing. That's it. I, I have never noticed that before. Wow. Wow. That's funny. Bruce recently said it in an interview. Oh, okay. Within the past year. And um, yeah, I think they said that it was recorded, but they just didn't put it in. They forgot to like mix it in or something. <laughs> How Did, is that even possible? I don't know. Do they have it yeah. in somewhere? Yeah, I'd love to hear the recording. Not that I know of, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah. How does that this, how does that feel? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a oh, video of Adrian Smith um playing it. I don't know if you saw that video. He's in his house in his basement and he's just remembering how it goes, especially oh, wow. the beginning, right. which we're not gonna get into. But um when we were learning this, we had a whole freaking fist fight about how to count the beginning. <laughs> Because it's it's there's like an odd amount of beats in one of the measures, and if you actually try to count it, it doesn't. It's not like four four or anything. So it's it's hard to figure out like what the well, phrasing, like a five drums. eight kind of bullshit thing or what. No, it's just it comes in with drums. Though. How you play? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But <laughs> uh, it's like, like if you, I totally want you to get into it. If you try to play along, it doesn't line up how it feels like it should line up. There's uh, like I'm an extra bluffing. two beats, and it you can count it different ways. But um, I'm, I'm going to pull up the music now. I'll give I'll give you. You won't one, be able I'll to give, find it. We mean what? I'll give you. There's tabs, but I wouldn't trust any of that shit. Yeah, and and, and I'll give you I'll give you a little behind the scenes. You happen to have on this podcast the polar opposites of the opinion of how that should work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Deech, Deech, what, Deech what knows a certain way that Deech knows a certain ways that it works. I know a certain way that it works. We're both right, but we're speaking like the opposite language and oh. getting there. That was part. Yeah. That was huh. part of the discussion. Yeah, yeah. And then if you added Navid in there, it's like, oh my god, I'm going to slice your throat right now. <laughs> right. So. Um, <laughs> Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> oh, I was joking about I was joking about drums being a quasi instrument. Really, singers, come on. <laughs> well, can we just say for the record here, Five Burr? Um, oh, we didn't introduce the band. That's a good point. We haven't talked. Oh, about. we didn't. We, we oh, didn't yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got right into it. the album. Well, so let's just say hum, the Prisoner, Run to the Hills, Gangland, three drum intros. Mm-hmm. Three drum yeah. intros on maybe their best album ever. Definitely one of the subjectively classics. One it of the most classic yeah. metal albums of all time. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, sure. I mean, and Run to the Hills wasn't just a drum intro, I and mean, it's iconic. You know it as soon as it starts what the song is. Yeah. England, I mean, for Maiden fans, you might know what that is. Yeah, sure. Um, and The Prisoner. I mean, they're but let's, all be honest. Prisoners. Oh, prisoners. let's be honest. So Those great. are just beats. And then when they got Nico, first thing he does is a fucking badass little fill. Hey, I'm in the band now. You know, and you're like, fuck yeah. You mean where Eagles there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Bruce, I hear that Bruce Dickinson told him kind of what to play at the beginning of that. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty epic too. But it was a total change of style from just, just like the, the, you know the beat kind of intros. Yeah, the yeah. story is like we, very it's like we got a new drum intro. We, yeah, yeah. There's a story in Bruce's book about that where he talks about when, uh, yeah, Nico had to play that beat like five times or whatever trying to record it. And they're like, oh, he's like, oh god, thank God I don't, have to, I don't want to play that again. And they're like, no, we're gonna open every concert with that on this next tour. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you better figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's a beat. Well, we don't have to get into it, but that's that's something that I've never heard anyone play correctly. Even Mike Portnoy. Oh, really? Yeah. Charlie Mike, Benante. Char- have you heard Charlie Benante play it? No, uh, I want of to. Of anyone because... that could do it, it would be him for sure. Well, Portnoy just did this thing where he talked yeah. about his favorite metal drummers beats and grooves or whatever and he does uh the prisoner doesn't do it correctly he does freaking really? um where eagles dare doesn't play it correctly huh he does all these groups i'm like fucking play it right god damn it i know you're playing <laughs> tribute but god play it right maybe it's just me i'm being a stickler but it's like part of paying a tribute is like play it correctly so people understand like why it's iconic and like it's it. They're all dumbed down versions, and that's what I don't feel is is fair to the original. I drama. mean, which I, this is a dream theater, right? Yeah, well, yeah, my, yeah. Uh, formerly, formerly, yeah, formerly, yeah. Beach, Beach, that that he has like, been in the band in a long time. What you just said was exactly oh, okay. my sort of like. I don't want to say stress, but focus when I joined the band because uh, you know playing like Steve is very unique. And every time I pick up the bass to play Iron Maiden, I have to reteach myself and relearn how to play because his playing is so different and unique. And of course, the question of three fingers versus two, you're only supposed to use two. Um, and that's how he gets the sound. So to your point in terms of playing it correctly, there's it's really, it's really uh it can't be overstated how important that is. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Well Yeah, when you put it that way, I totally I totally understand it. Yeah. yeah. The, at least from a drum perspective, it's it's a workout and a half, and it's the only thing that's like it, I got to warm up to play the stuff. Clive's hands—I've said it a million times, but Clive's hands are insane. If you listen to this guy play, he just the sheer speed in his hands. Yeah. When we get to uh, some of the he, tracks, trust me, we'll go into some of these. Like, <laughs> yeah, he'll do one-handed stuff instead of sixteenths on the high hat. Like, he'll be like, yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of older stuff in the previous albums, but and then you got Nico's foot. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, Clive, he wore gloves too, didn't did he? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, okay. Not a lot of. I don't know if he always did, but I've seen him with gloves and without gloves. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the lineup on this one, uh, Bruce Dickinson vocals, Steve Harris bass, Dave Murray guitar, Adrian Smith guitar and drums, uh, Clipper and producer Martin Birch again. Um, album cover. I mean, geez, this is like, Oh man, how many people, Steve. yeah, there you go. Fern. How many people saw this in, in 82 and, and bought this without even knowing what the band sounded like just because the artwork was, was so amazing? I mean, that we've yeah. heard stories, so many different people saying that, right? So, like, is, and this is one of their best album covers by far. It's so good. It's anybody funny how misunderstood it is, too. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. And he's got the Satan. devil yeah. Uh, yeah. puppet strings. Mm-hmm. And it's not like what people, even if you just took it as, oh, they're satanic. No, the devil's a puppet. Damn it. But Eddie's then controlling him. But then the devil and has the Eddie. Actual, yeah, exactly. Right. And you well, the closely. Other, de- oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was the whole thing. That was the whole concept that the, that that uh, Derek Riggs said. He was like, um, you know, uh, it depicts Eddie controlling Satan like a puppet, but also Satan is controlling a smaller Eddie. Yeah, there you go. There he is. Um, so it was a whole. Uh, who's manipulating who and according to Riggs I was inspired by a Doctor Strange comic book of all things which I thought was pretty funny Aww. so 
And that, well, the other thing too is the concept, right? The actual song. I think it was written. Uh, Steve wrote it after having a dream about witnessing a ritual, something like that. Is that? It that was correct? a movie he watched. He, I think he watched yeah, the, the Omen was, too. It was a movie. Yeah, that's what it the was. Omen. That's what it was. The Omen. Right. The Omen too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's funny that the small Eddie is doing like walk like an Egyptian. He's doing David Lee Roth moves. <laughs> yeah. I used to draw all of these covers and yeah. I still have, I still have them. Um, but it's so Don't weird tell. that would draw them from a cassette tape cover. Right. Wow. It's like so small. Like how the hell. Just the fact that you could see that. I know. Yeah. After homework, it was draw the next I Iron Maiden cover. I think it was a little this big. Aren't there little people at the bottom too? Crazy. Yeah. yeah there's all kinds of people, and there's like, I see like wyverns and fire and all. There's, there's a whole party going on. Things. Yeah. That was supposed to be the artwork for the song Purgatory, evidently. Oh really? Oh wow. Oh yeah. It's close. It's that Beelzebub yeah. face I mean, really that he kind of uses. Yeah, there's the album. Half, half. Joe's got a better image. Oh, true, yeah. There's a little, like, um, it's not going to help. And Plus, he's watching this. But, yeah, it's got little, like, uh, <laughs> demons with wings. Like, like I guess they're throwing people into the fire down there. Yeah. Don't reveal yeah. how small our YouTube audience is, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty small. Don't. There's well, I didn't say the number. Um <laughs> and, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, I guess they they kind of a lot of them are <laughs> um if you look at these people closely down here, it looks like um the the um like slippery wood wet and it's got the guy falling. Oh, kind of those, those shapes. Okay. I think he just couldn't draw that small. Where he was like, "Fuck huh. it, we don't. Nobody's gonna see this part of the album." Well, if you look closely, this is very devil... detailed on the top, and then it gets. It's kind of like I gotta hurry up and finish this. Fucking well, thing. the devil was supposed to have wings too, with lightning, so you can kind of see the outline of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that yeah. I think Derek Riggs said that he didn't quite finish because the devil was supposed to have two wings with lightning on each side. So, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And. That's what I was saying before too. I think this album cover, part of that shock value, right? Which is why oh, this yeah, is one absolutely. of the first albums that was between this and actually somewhere in time, you know, somewhere in time, Eddie. That artwork, oh, both of these yeah. two, I think, were the shock value that was like, I got to listen to this. What's this? This is awesome, right? And that's so. somewhere in time is not only my favorite album, but my favorite album cover probably. Uh, cover, time, so. Yeah, that's my favorite. How that's long favorite did you look Eddie. at that? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I can still look at that. Yeah, I should have taken these guitars down because I had both those back there. Yeah, I have. Oh, I'm looking yeah. right at my whole wall right here. Is I've got. Uh, I can try to do this. Let's see if I make sense. But I've got peace of mind right there. Oh, cool. And then oh, that's, awesome. that's from the last yeah. tour. And then I've got this somewhere in time. Yeah, nice. dude. Yeah, I've that's, got that one yes. too. <laughs> so nice. It's my whole setup right in front of me. So that's yeah. what I look at every day while I work. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stranger <laughs> in a strange land. I love that art yeah. too. I've, that's awesome. I, my next tattoo, I only have one tattoo, but my next tattoo is going to be an Iron Maiden tattoo, and I'm still debating what I want it to be. I have an idea, but I've thought about the Stranger in a Strange Land Eddie, Somewhere in Time Eddie. What I really want is Eddie like ripping through my leg. Somehow. I was going like, to say that. That's so weird because there. Have you ever seen that? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Bruce Lee, but there's one of those tattoos that looks like it's coming out of your yes, forearm. Yes, that's exactly what I want. But have you seen the one where Eddie's like coming through a door? 
There's a, yes, there's I a, have that poster downstairs. Yeah, so I kind of want that, but the door will be my leg, like the bones on my leg, and like shit. Yeah. So Eddie's like ripping cool. through my skin. That's that's, awesome. that's what I want, but I know it's going to be hundreds of dollars. So it's going to be <laughs> a while. Be before. Worth it. Yeah, it would be worth yeah. it. But, but you know, let um, me ask you guys this, guys. Have any of you guys seen the movie Morons from Outer Space? What is what? it called? Morons from Outer Space. No, no. no. It's 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 a horrible British comedy, but uh, this album cover gets this album's cover gets played gets shown for one specific scene and it was one of those times like you know let's face it you're just sitting there watching this horrible movie and then all of a sudden like you know they're pretty much you know these the the aliens from outer space come to you know earth and one of them gets put into a mental asylum so they put headphones on them and they're trying to kind of torture him so they're like (laughs) Pull out this album, and of course, I'm sitting there with my brother, I'm like, Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I well, love you when that would happen these... with random 80s movies. Yes. You'd see oh, like yeah. someone's well, poster on the wall in the background, yeah. yeah. Well, you, well, you saw, well, everyone's seen Stranger Things, right? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Music. Right. oh, yeah, and I yeah, saw yeah. that, that like, tape <laughs> that was amazing, yeah. 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 That image of him holding that tape went on, on the internet everywhere. Yeah. 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 And our Instagram page, of course. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. Course. Eddie Munson, right on. Yeah. Did, and yeah, yeah. Did, they, I would have guessed they named him in part because of Eddie. I would think so. Yeah. The character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would just surprise me. That would just surprise me. Yeah. Makes sense. I just assumed I'm biased. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I, I got to ask. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, that's the one thing, like Iron Maiden, of, of all of metal, let's face it, there are, you know, even the best bands, like Pantera, you can look at them and be like, oh, that whole, like, you know, white power thing that happened, you know, so many of these bands have had a little bit of a fuck up here and there. Now, you know, Iron Maiden, of course, with the kind of Bruce, you know, deciding solo career or whatever, but these guys have been, you know, a, a standard and as much as they've changed and adapted a little bit, you know, I mean, let's face it, Book of Souls is definitely not, you know, Number of the Beast or, you know, Stratego, you know, uh, is definitely not Sinjutsu. You know, killers. Yeah. Sinjutsu, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, one way or another, you know, they have they're still putting out tunes and they're, they've they've been a part of the goddamn genre for almost its entire existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. I mean, and, and collectively, I would say, like, it's our favorite band. I mean, me and Tim's favorite band is Metallica, but, like, between uh, the four of us on the podcast, I would say collectively, it's our favorite band. I mean, hell, we yeah. named the fucking podcast after yeah. the yes. album. So, like, right. <laughs> makes sense. I always forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny because around that Fear of the Dark time, I remember saying, yeah, Iron Maiden, because till that point, I think it was always Iron Maiden was my favorite band in the world. And then it got to the point in the nineties where it was mm-hmm. like, they'll always be my favorite, but they're not my favorite currently or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who it was, but it was like, okay, it was almost like my favorite hiatus. Yeah. And they'll, they'll always be my favorite, but now something else is happening. Maybe I'll, I'll hate them forever from here, but, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it 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 always shifts around, you know, like depending on where you are in life. But Maiden consistently stays in my top three for like they've been in my top three forever. Right? They've done Metallica's been Maiden to warrant that. Yeah. 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 So 
Yeah. Children of the Dam, this one? What's that? Yeah. Children of the Dam, this one? <laughs> yes. We didn't do that. Anyone want to hate on invaders anymore? No. <laughs> no. The, I mean, the middle yeah. section Wait. is... I, okay, the middle section a little bit. We hit on that one specific part that's messed it up for us. But yeah, Cor- you can mean the chorus. Part's great. It is. It could be. It could be fixed, please. Yeah, go, go. Oh, there. It is. <laughs> Good solo. Very killers type of riff. Yeah. Like I said, if you're not counting, if you're not careful there, you can really fuck up. I bet. Yeah. It's it's just this like it's subtly difficult. At least for me, there like if if I get off a little bit, it's over. I can see that for sure. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those one, two, three, four. Two, three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times is it though? Okay, and then it goes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a number of identifiable identifiable fills and rifts that kind of like anchor it, to where you can fall right back into it. At least for me, I I, I feel like I never when I'm listening to you play that beach or or Clyde for that matter. For me, it feels very natural. Because there's yeah. every few, there's always something that's anchoring it there, even if it feels a little off time. Yeah. 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 So Children of the Damned, my, I, I was actually, I love this song. Um, I wondered if Metallica pulled some inspiration from this song, mm-hmm. listening to it yeah. this time, mm-hmm. because it's like the slow intro and then the heavy chorus and then slow, and then it gets heavy and kind of faster at the end, much like right. Fade to Black. Fade to Black. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's I'm got sure that. Did. Yeah. That, yeah. And it's 82 before Fade of Black yeah, was yeah. Really written. So. Mm, yeah. But not as much of an epic vocal. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No. <laughs> but yeah, this song is fantastic. Yeah. Just that alone. I mean, the I intro. Know. So good. Yeah. Metallica also ripped that off, by the way. But I think it was Day That Never Comes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like a small child. The way he sings. Hmm. This might, I mean, this was Bruce's first album, so this might be the first introduction to him. Really, how well he yeah. can sing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Emoting. What his range is, you know? They knew who he was. I know, but I'm from an audience perspective. Such a great chorus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I just, you know, you think like Paul. Paul wouldn't have been able to do this chorus. No. No. There's uh, a couple moments here. 
219 was what I pulled. That's great. Yes, yes. Yeah. A base, Joe. Yeah. Galloping. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Fern, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Clive's hands are for the rest of the song. I was going to say, the three minute mark is where those 30 second notes come in. It's like ridiculous on the hi hat. Uh, 16th. And the, 16th, sorry. Like now. Yeah. Same thing. That was it, okay. I guess he moves from the floor tom to the yeah. hi hat. It's still weird what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like this. Yeah. And of course, the guitar harmonies, which they're masters of. So good. Yeah, yeah. Great solo. Again, finger tapping solo, kind of like one, but just saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Fantastic. I've never, I've never looked at it from that perspective. That's yeah, I hadn't either, really. Yeah, they owe a lot to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's every fourth. Metallica. It's one of their biggest every influences. The fourth track on a Metallica yeah. album for forever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, does anyone remember what the the movie that this song is? Children of no, the Damned. No. Oh, what no, the, but, the legal controversy? Village of the Damned yeah, and Children of the Damned. Village. Yeah, that, yeah. Is that is it? Village of the Damned is the movie. In turn, yeah. Yeah. It's based in the film okay. Village of the Damned and Children of the Damned, which in turn were adapted from the novel The Midwitch Cuckoos. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's Very that's British. Nice. It's, 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 yes. Yeah. The Midwitch Cuckoos. Dickinson said they were inspired by Black Sabbath's Children of the Sea. Yes. So. Interesting, yeah. Uh, for for me, um, this album, like you know, we, you know, growing up, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we get into metal, we start playing these albums, and of course, we we ask our parents, like, hey, could we listen to some of our music instead of your classical garbage or oldies, whatever, and like, <laughs> all right, and you know, this album will come on, you know, we, we you know, all right, man, we just throw whatever we could in, and this album would come on, and our parents would be like, what, huh? No, it, just like, oh, no, Children of the Damned. I remember, you know, friend up the street, the guy that had, you know, uh, no prayer for the dying. Said, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's about child abuse. No. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not. You, you got to make those things up so that, you know, your parents are like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I used to, my sister used to play like, well, she kind of introduced me to all music. But uh, one of the songs I remember hearing was uh, Hell is for Children. No, <laughs> by Pat Benatar. Yeah, and it freaked me out because I'm thinking, "Oh, is that where I'm going to go?" <laughs> <laughs> and she had to, you know, explain that it had nothing to do with that. But... <laughs> Let's walk it back, Chris. Let's walk it back. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's motivation. You got to grow up. And you'll be okay. I know, exactly. That's right. <laughs> I will never I mean, forget look, though. That... There was one time where what I just said, you know, like we're like, hey, can we throw we threw an album in. We just grabbed one out and threw it into the tape deck while, you know, our friend's dad was, you know, pulling into reverse to drive us out. And of course, it was this fucking album, only it was starting on side two. Oh, uh, think about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all like looking at each other like, 
Oh, <laughs> well. Yeah. All right, should we move on to prisoner? Mm-hmm. Oh, we must. Yeah. Jeez. We must. So. I forgot to mention, you know, the the fugitive was also based on on the show from that. Um, oh, that's right. Fear of yeah. the Dark. Yeah. Not as good. Not Throwaway song, good. though. Yeah. Not quite as good. No. <laughs> Not even close. Oh, wait, I thought no. I thought the fugitive was about uh, the the Harrison fucking Ford? Harrison Ford movies. Yeah. It's, uh, I no, I've read it's based on this this TV show. It's yeah. Still based on the okay. So there's you, another mirror, you know, between these two albums. There's a lot of weird things going yeah. on here with this. Number. Do you know the story the about the beginning of, the of this whole using the um, bit from the movie? They, oh, didn't uh, Ron Samoa the television show? Yeah, they asked for their permission. Yeah, and then they were and like, "It's like, for some rock band." band. Who? <laughs> Iron Maiden? Oh, do it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Tell the story. Like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So, oh well, they wanted, they needed permission from yeah. um, Roger McGuinn, whatever the guy's name was that starred in the movie The Prisoner. Wasn't the movie show. called The Prisoner? It was a TV show, I think, right? The television show, yeah. Yeah. So they needed yes. permission to use that whole beginning because it's from yeah. the yeah. show. The, the show. They needed, yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. they called, Rod Smallwood called the office. They had no idea who the hell this person was or um, they just sounded very confused. And they just said, but what was the name of the band again? They said, Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. Do it. And that was it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. They say it on the uh, 12, I think it was the 12 Wasted Years video. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea when I first heard this song. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Why? Who was number one? Like, what number? You were the new number two. You are number six. (laughs) Why is everyone a number? What is going on right now? Like, I was so confused. I am not a number. I'm a free man. I'm a free man. Okay, cool, man. Clearly, they were at the the DMV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, Back in the Village is also based on this TV show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. According to the Wikipedia. Here's your drum beat. Oh, that's so good. It's so simple, but effective. How did Portnoy mess this up? Listen to this. I mean, that's not easy to do. No, it's not. Nice and even. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's hard to do. Did he just not do it? Um... I think he cut the whole, he kind of truncated the whole thing, and he he played one of those variations, and then he just oh. played it wrong anyway. Like, okay. Yeah, he was winging it. You'll see. Yeah, just yeah. look it up on YouTube. Okay. He just did it like a week ago or something. Okay, I do want to watch that. I'll get to the chorus of this one, please. Such a great chorus. God. The vocal harmonies, all that. So good. Bass, yeah. 
Oh no, oh man. They don't really play this that much. They didn't really play this a lot. No. I'm surprised. This yeah. is a very anthemic chorus. Mm -hmm. Hey, Made in England or something. They did. Made in England? Yeah. Made in England. Which, this is definitely not a staple of their set. No. Um, so I think it's Bruce really is awesome. doing the harmony on the album, but I think Adrian does it live. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. And I, and I don't, th I don't know that he does the, the high harmony either. So that's kind of where. I oh struggled. right, Fern does the high harmony. And, and I struggled. I struggled because not because I can't hit the note, but because I do it falsetto, and it sounds kind of mm. pretty. And I want to be <laughs> careful not, not not to be clashing against Naveed and and, and what Naveed and Deech are doing. So I'm always like, uh, you know. <laughs> Only because this song is so special to me and, and to a lot of people. And when I approach it, I just don't want to like. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I always, I always tell each. I'm like, is it trying to be careful not to clash too much when I go in because I can hit the notes, but certain notes I can hit falsetto, certain hit, notes I can hit full blast. But when I'm falsetto, it's very like, you know. Yeah. 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 The other thing about uh, before I forget, uh, what Fern? It, no, I was going to say it ain't Bruce. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you don't Daniel say, said that to hey. us once when we were talking about the harmonies, and Dan yes. just said, "He's like, well, y'all ain't Bruce. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we know that we're doing our best." Um, uh, if you listen to just a drum nerdery thing, if you listen closely, I thought it was a delay thing, um, but I listened to an isolated track that someone made, and I asked the person who made it about it. If you listen to the snare drum, there's like a 16th note delay in there or something, or he's doing them as ghost notes. Oh, so I think ghost notes? It's more like, but it's so consistent and he does it in invaders and he does it in prisoner. So if you listen, there's always like another little quiet beat in there. Hmm. I thought maybe it was a delay or, or a reverb or something on the snare. Because it was like so consistent. Are you talking about uh, at like four ten? All throughout the whole thing. Okay, whole if you go to four ten in the prisoner, Eric, just play that. There's a weird percussion thing happening, and I don't know. Well, what... I was going to talk about that part too because I didn't. So I yeah, think it's the same just... thing you're talking about. It's it's where, and I didn't know this was what was I happening what until I, until I saw Chris do it live. Where yeah, he's, he's going back the floor time. Okay, boom, that's going back yeah. and forth. I'm like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? Boom, boom, it's so boom, weird. Boom, boom, boom. That suck. That's weird. Who would do that? It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's a very Motown thing to do at, like, oh, is it? a lot okay. of slower tempo. Yeah, there. Yeah. You sit here there. Again, I had no idea that that's what he was doing until I saw you play it live. I think it was the first show that I ever saw you guys, the one at Fat Tuesdays. And I think you played at that, sh at that show, and I was watching you going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing there. That is so wild. Yeah, it is crazy. I'll play it again. So creative. It is. Yeah. Fucking Clive, man. So that he's doing that snare thing right there, right? Almost throughout the whole song. I, yeah, now I now that's all I can fucking hear. <laughs> I really think it's I think it's ghost notes. Yeah. He's a, he's letting it bounce just yeah, bounce yeah. a little bit after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say that. 
Yeah, it's almost like a. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I say that yeah, because unless someone is writing the delay on the aux send to cut it, otherwise you'd also hear it on the bigger fills too. True. Right. So get True. Yeah. Right. So I really think it's just Clive. He's very. Yeah. He's got those like extra it's, things. He's. It's crazy. He has a lot of spice in his playing. And if you add what he's doing with the bass drum a lot, because he's going. Now it's except that second snare drum is softer. So it's almost a constant sixteenth. And to do that that evenly through a whole fucking song in the studio, it's like just another testament to how badass that guy was. Yeah. And I love his ride cymbal sound because it always just pops out and sounds so badass. Yeah. Um, 22 Acacia Avenue. Yes. This is my favorite of the four. Yeah. Charlotte the I was going to say oh, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now that yeah. I know there are four, this is definitely yeah. the best. Yeah. One Hands down yeah. the best one of them. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Number 22. And like, I say that, but it's still not one of my favorites on this album. It's this, um, the lyrics are like, mm. yeah, I thought this was an Adrian Smith collaboration yeah so this is the first album where adrian smith actually has writing credits i think is it really that's what it said on this is yeah the first album he was on second album he's on yeah he was on killers all right oh yeah duh 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 Yeah, they would only change band members one person at a time. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. This album really gets, or this song really gets going around like the 130-ish, I think, is one of those. After the second chorus. Oh, this part, yeah. Here we go. I love Bruce's screams that's, on this part. That's got to be the Adrian yeah. Smith part, right? That's so good. That's badass. end of the song is the way it ends is great too there's a lot of different parts that really work well together when it slows yeah. down to the guitar solo yeah. half time yeah. feel this here this is awesome so great bass yeah, yeah. listen to the guitar solo outro Listen. That. <laughs> yeah. That right there. Do you recognize that? 
it is also that almost identical riff is played in one of the solos of Hallowed Be Thy Name. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, can you play it again then? That, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's 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 uh, near one of the end solos of Hallowed Be Thy Name. It's, it's an interesting little tidbit. Huh. Well, I guess we'll get to it anyway. So yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Anything else on this song? I love playing this song personally. It's yeah. maybe it's because there's a lot of different parts, but I don't know. It's just so fun to play. I'm gonna say it's every Clive song anyway. But well, it's it's. I feel like it's kind of forgotten about. Maybe. Probably because all the other songs on this well, album are so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have they ever played this since uh, yeah. Beast on Probably the Road? Since, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I don't know if they've ever played it since. Great song. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All those different feels. Yeah. The guitar riff in the middle always gets me. Yeah. One way or another, I was just saying, you know, I mean, it's, it's such a great problem to have for, you know, your guys' band as well as these guys. Like, how many great songs that they fucking have? You just, you know, you don't have to play all of them all the time, but you know, you pull out a 22 Casia Avenue, say on their, you know, I mean, what are they touring with? The somewhere in time and somewhere in time, yeah. The next one. Yeah, it's uh, but uh, you know, yeah. one way or another, you know, if they, if they if they were to play that, god damn it, I've never seen them play it. I'd, I'd go fucking crazy yeah. if they played oh. that. I mean, that's the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Like that's like you know, last time I saw them, they played a whole bunch of the fucking shit that I had never even listened to. You know, uh, the fucking Blaze shit. And it was awesome. I mean, really, let's face it. Anytime they play anything, I mean, they could they could play they could play the entirety of Fear of the Dark, and I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" It's, well. it's, it's automatically going to be better now if you if you any of the yeah. Blaze songs. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Um, we should probably mention that. Um, uh, supposedly, Bruce and you guys probably know better than me. Watched all these documentaries, but Bruce wasn't allowed to get writing credits on this album. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I read that in the in the book too. Um, Run to the hills, but um, did he? How many of the lyrics did he write? No, like he he should have gotten songwriting credits on the album, but do uh, yeah. There's some uh, kind of contractual three, issues three, with three songs, Samson. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah three uh, songs. Uh, oh, which of ones the are they? Children of the Dam, The Prisoner, and Run to the Hills. He okay. all has writing credit he should have writing credits on but he couldn't because of contractual obligations to samson hmm. yeah bullshit yeah that's, bullshit. that's samson. Right. need to uh, talk the... to samson that's right <laughs> contractual <laughs> obligations to uh leatherface or whatever his name was <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> thunderstick 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 that's right <laughs> god leatherface thunderstick leatherface yeah close enough <laughs> Um, all right, so Number of the Beast. The title yeah, this is track. a cl- big clunker. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do this? Did they ever play this one live? I think so. Uh, maybe. A few times. Yeah, yeah the next then. two actually are... I think Run to, I, I mean, I Run of the Hills is the most ever played Iron Maiden song. Yeah, and I do remember seeing the video for Run of the Hills when I was very... <laughs> a wee lad. Uh, On Spotify, Number of the Beast, Runs of the Hills, and Hallowed Be Thy Name are in the yeah. uh, nine digits. Yeah, Run to the Hills. Jesus Run to the Hills has more. Than Run to the, the Hills has two hundred ninety-four thousand 
No. Million. 294 million 586,591. It's a little ridiculous, yeah. Plays. <laughs> it's a great Guess song, which one has but... the least plays, Gangland? Yeah. By a lot, by a lot. You better million. You, you need to start listening to it. <laughs> Just have it running. Catch yeah, up continuously. <laughs> Shuffle Gangland for the rest of the week. <laughs> I got it up to 7,500,000. <laughs> Hope that helps I, bl- them. I, I blame the parents. <laughs> so number of the beast yeah we'll play a little never heard this song before what does it sound like yeah this was supposed to be uh vincent price. price yeah it is vincent price no no it's not, it's not vincent no. Price. he was busy doing thriller <laughs> that's right same year he got paid more for that. Uh, imagine though, sitting. imagine though you're you're 13 years old and you sit down and you throw this thing in and like you know the your friend's parent just pulls in reverse and that starts playing. Yeah, oh. right. Oh. Yeah. Kind of that phase a little bit. Yes. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was real and not just fantasy? The reflection of my warped mind, not woman. Warped I know. Mind. I know. I was just thinking about it. last time I saw these these guys play. But these the eyes of the Nile, not not me. Um, I was like, man, I don't fucking know seventy percent of the lyrics. I don't think. I'm so bad about knowing what he's because he was during um, um, how would be a name? I think. And it's like, oh. I'm like, I know. No, I should know. Like, I, I should too. I, I used to know all of these lyrics, like the back of, like I, I could freaking recite them, like, just, oh, well, you, you want to hear twenty two K Chap? And I just boom, all of it. I know. I, I my brain. I don't respond because of this shit, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> my fucking memory is dead. Yeah, so we've heard that song, but no, I mean, obviously, it's a great yeah. song. I think everyone should. Watch the uh, making of this album. It's yeah, probably I, on YouTube. I think I made a mental note to do that like five years ago. Yeah. It's not as <laughs> it's not as like in. The, I think the yeah. best part is the whole thing with Bruce and the scream, but it's not as like detailed as some of them are, like the Steely Dan Asia one. Um, but it's it's definitely worth the watch. We we probably should have done that before recording this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, when we do Steely Dan, we can we can watch that. Yeah. Um, what else can we say about the song, though? I mean, it's got a tricky a, so drum beat. I was, gonna say, that, I was yeah. just thinking that same thing. Yeah, it's it's four four, but he does an offbeat on the on the, the fourth measure. Or yeah, whatever, the fourth. that opening riff is um, that coming out of the slow part in Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, just kind of sped up. Oh yeah, and he's, and he's they playing the octave. He's playing a different octave, but it's that same. Two, three, very, very similar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. D major. D major. Iron Maiden played something similar to something else. <laughs> I mean, it's a mind blower. It's just. <laughs> well, we, Joe, I don't know if you remember this, Joe. We tried to cover this song in Mister Fister, and Mike Rolfs could not get the drums down. Yeah. He just yeah. couldn't figure it out. We were like, it's yeah. just one. That's da, da, one. So weird. It's not yeah. that hard. End of three. No. Yeah. It I will say it does coming in like going to that last going back to the opening riff at the end, that is yeah, that's, weird. that's weird. That's yeah, really so weird. It is weird. We never could get that right. We're like, okay, well fuck it. It, it, it was not a good idea to do that one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
Who's gonna sing this song anyway? Yeah. yeah. That was not our, our, our wheelhouse. No, I think he did run to the hills anyway. Nah, we didn't do it. <laughs> I don't think we did any, maybe. Not in that band. No. Right here. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And then it's even weirder going back yeah. into the opening room. Yeah. Yeah, that, the ending is the hardest part. Yeah. It reminds me of the, the Creeping Death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Intro. Like, I was fucked that up when I tried to play it. The other weird thing about this song is how do you count it? How did they do this in the studio? Right. This. Yeah, that. Da, 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 da. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You just kind of have to know it, man. Yeah. Wow, I actually, is. I actually did, I actually did count that at one point. I think it's either like ten or eleven or something like that. But it actually yeah. isn't even counted to count it. it huh, there is one weird. there. It's just weird because there's no, like, there's no hi hat. They left it out completely, so it sounds like it's almost random because there's so much right. of, of space there. You know how you do it. You look, at, you look at the drummer. Together. Is what you. Yeah. Do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I feel like they, they probably uh, they yeah. could have played this live maybe in the studio. Yeah, that's yeah, possible. Well, you know, you know what that hit. Bum, right? It's kind of on an upbeat in the count, and that's part of what makes it confusing. Yeah. It depends on how you think about it. If you put seven, if you count seven between the last hit and that next hit, that, that'll get you right there. Hmm. So whatever that is, I think it's like 10 or 11 or something dumb like that. It's, it's also just a band yeah. having feel and being tight. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? too, like, that too. That too. Just that the, too. you know, what you get from being in a band for 10 years or whatever, you know, just that. that yeah. Type. But you they had to have been. They hadn't been in the same room. No, not 10 years. Doing yeah. that together. Cause I don't know how they would have hit those otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. That's they recorded crazy. it separately. I didn't realize how much creeping death sounds like that until just now. <laughs> no. It's true. I mean, it's, it's something to be said for the style, and they they always credited a lot of their uh, early work to New Wave of British Heavy Metal, which yeah, oh yeah, well, absolutely. Right? So, Didn't notice yeah. it until thirteen seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't the end of uh, Fight Fire with Fire kind of an Iron Maiden rip too? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of the way. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. End of where Eagles there. I think they've done it at the end of um well, Hallow Be Thy Name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like something from the first two albums as well. Yeah. Yeah. They do they do it a lot to Not Drifter. Yeah. That's almost like deliberate. Like like an O dying. It's so obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jesus Christ, guys. What about right, the, we... um, I mean, this is where Eddie usually has come out in the guitar solo. Yeah. Oh, of course. Is yeah. this, is yeah. this yeah. for the guitarist? Is this, uh, an amazing solo is just wanking or. They're all wanking. Solo? I don't think until Yannick came along, <laughs> they did wanking. Yannick, you can tell when it's a Yannick solo because it's sloppy as fuck. It's right. like, uh, he's like, the Carrie, he's, like the Carrie, he's like the Carrie King of, of, of Iron right. Maiden. Right. Yeah. Which is like, in this, in this one though, it's... play as many notes as I can all at once and then hit my whammy and do. Yeah. No, in this one. Yeah. It, it's, it's an iconic solo. The, the way it comes in 
is yeah because you can play this one of the, it like sticks in your head kind of like yeah. a slash guitar yeah. solo or something yeah yeah i i always liked andrew smith's solos a little better than dave murray just because yeah. I, li- I think he has a little bit more feel more composed um, yeah i always liked um like uh stranger in a strange land was my favorite solo oh yeah. yeah me too uh, that yeah. wasted years oh yeah. So, but, but yeah, who made one. better? Who made the better faces when they played? Solo? Well, Dave Murray, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks like he's whistling the whole time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's kind of got that look. Like I can't believe I can play this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a little celebratory kick. He's <laughs> very happy to play solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Yannick's doing that the entire time. He's doing pure. Yeah, I swear to God, they turn him down yeah. for I for half it. Yeah, there's no way he's making the the proper note. He's doing no. like the he's like swinging his guitar like, half the time. There's no way uh, that if that was turned up, it'd be. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's all you hear. <laughs> Got to. He's all right, let's not waste our time talking about Yannick <laughs> no, during this album. Right, <laughs> uh, nothing to do with this album. <laughs> Uh, well, Run to the Hills. Such great pirouettes. <laughs> I wonder how um, Clive came up with this drum intro. Does anyone know? I don't. I've not. Wait, do you have the answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, know felt... I know how Gang- Gangland came about, but not Run to the Hills. It oh. felt. It felt like you were setting us like a teacher. Yeah, no, I really. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Being a guy that actually plays these drum parts. I, I mean, feel like a loser. I need yeah. to research. Uh, uh, guys, like why the, do we invite him? I mean, give me a break. You can't, you can't just drop the ball. Yeah, no like game, that. man. And what is this guy like? Uh, the commanders of, of, of like you know metal drummers? Come on now. Oh, uh, F minus. <laughs> <laughs> Might have just been the riff. Shots fired. Play the well, intro. It, it, it's very. Um, it fits the song perfectly, right? It's yeah. you know, yeah, Native American sounding. Yeah. Is it? You know, is yeah. It? I never thought of it like that. Well, I think Eric knows more about Native Americans than anyone else. It's like a. You think Anthrax ripped this off? <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Yeah. Concept maybe, but not the rip. No, not the rim. No, no, no. Not, rim, it's not like no. no for. I don't mean. I should have said rim at all. I feel like the concept. concept yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Engine Joe, Engine Joe Belladonna, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. Did this? Yeah. I don't get tired of this song. Oh, no, I mean exactly. It's, it's such I a good fucking, one. I love that guitar part. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is still good. Harmonies are so good. Yeah. Oh, you should play the Rio version there. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. This is this is one of those few songs that I really like to listen to, but I don't enjoy playing it as much. Which is interesting, hmm. yeah. But I like listening to it. It's it's a joy. Uh, but yeah. speaking of Anthrax this... and Iron Maiden for a split second, 
Um, this is a total, this is way off topic, but in terms of like songs that sound similar, check out uh, Persistence, Persistence of Time, the title track, and then go back and listen to Alexander the Great. And then mm. see if you can spot any similarities in there. In a seven, I think it's what, seven, four time or something like that. There's, go back and check that out for fun. But anyway, nice. Friends of the Hill. ดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิดดิด
doesn't do all the same harmonies they do in the studio, right? And sometimes they'll do a harmony, but it'll be a lower one that maybe Adrian will sing. I really like the idea of if we have the vocalists and we have the ability, get the live feel, but with some of the studio harmonies, I feel like mm-hmm. that adds something a little bit, that, yeah, yeah. that adds something a little special to it, you know, um, been, where it sounds good, you know, where yeah. it sounds good. And that's since day one, I was all about that. And Naveed was never really into that at all. And I just, that's one of those things where I just like, I don't understand you. <laughs> I don't understand what is wrong with you? Like what I would say that to anybody, I just like, I, that just does, it so clashes with my thoughts. Sensibilities. It. Yeah. It's just like, if you can do it, like the fact that no one else does it, Maiden doesn't even do it. Why should we not do it? Cause Maiden doesn't do it. It like adds so much more where like, I could only imagine that people would say nothing but, like, holy shit, they're doing the harmonies, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, this sounds like the song. It's not just Adrian going, run to the hills, <laughs> you know, or, or nothing at all going on. It's like, we can sing everything in The Prisoner. We can sing everything in Run to the Hills. We try to do in Flash to the Blade. It's like, why not? It's like, yeah. it only yeah. make, I think it only makes things better. And I'm a firm believer, and this is for any band, if you can, you must, because otherwise... Someone's going to do it. May as well be you. Give it a try, right? So Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? The yeah. Flash of the Blade, that's a good one, too, because you got those really yeah. high harmonies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jason and Fern, have, <laughs> we just started doing it yeah. a little yeah. bit differently, where Jason and Fern just yeah. kind of belt that out, the high ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um. All right, well, anything else on this song, One of the Hills? I mean, well, another classic, I think, just in terms of the vocals, his his build up at the end of the, you know, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the build up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. iconic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then the end, the very well, that, the that, at the very end of the song. That bass part is, is so well known. That, like when you see Maiden live, they actually show Harris, you know, like it's yeah. part of the song. I love that part of the solo. Yeah. So weird sounding. Yeah. I'll play the scream at the end here too. Well, I was just thinking about this. That, that's your int- a lot of people. That was their introduction to me, and I think that was ours, really, wasn't it? I mean, we heard live after death, but like, after death I remember seeing that video. I was just gonna say. Yeah, very. It was and, goofy video too. Yeah, it was to be like yeah. oh, with, with old, all the like, spandex. I, I think it was deliberately. Well, they had corny. they had this weird <clears throat> fake I mean, movie clips. All the metal bands yeah. were doing the spandex, yeah. like sped up, sped up cowboy. Yeah, Indian, yeah. Like I right. think that part was yeah. that was very confusing to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is listening to that that build up part with the bass. Like, how many metal bands were doing like really high bass? No, you know one. what I mean, like I mean that's, right. that's right. right, yeah. 
it, it wasn't around. I mean, I mean, you know, Thin Lizzy was doing stuff like that, but not think, like that. You know what I mean? No, I don't think. I mean, even even look and think about Motorhead. I mean, bass player like as you. much as Mm-mm. Lemmy was was just in charge. You know, I mean, let's face it, Lemmy was Lemmy, but he wasn't doing that. No, you know? no. He's, play, he's playing guitar on bass, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an interesting tidbit. Like you don't think about that you know, in '82. Like you're not hearing yeah. metal bands like this. No one else. Yeah, no one else yeah. was doing that. Yeah. I, the interesting thing about the Run to the Hills video is, of all things that stood out to me, was Adrian Smith's Ivan as Destroyer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. It's oh, that's so cool. You know. You know what's still amazing to me is the fact that I, I we ran into them when this album came out. But imagine people who heard this for the first time and had heard Iron Maiden and Killers and were like, "It's good, but it's not as good as the first two albums." Uh, what and the f- that and people still Definitely. say that. Yeah, I know people still say that. Like what? Yeah, there's people. Yeah, they, people are you like, just, They like to be contrarians about things, you know. Like, I mean, it's Kill a leap is the in best, songwriting. Kill 'em All is the best Metallica album. Like, yeah, I mean, it's. Wow, I didn't know people had said that. Oh yeah, as much as I love the first two albums, I don't think there's any comparison whatsoever. I mean, there's. It's just like it just went from here to yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's I, I just don't. So get the it. songs like, on the first well, album are incredible, but the production is garbage. Nothing on the second album is incredible, but the production is good. And well, that's not true. The song, well, I mean, the song "Killers" hey, is a great. Wrath Child. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to make a point here. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 this, this, this album, this album, there are great songs on "Killers." There are good songs on, on Iron Maiden. I like killers better. Let's face it. Let's face it. And I mean, and, and I think what Chris is saying is, is there are people out there that are like, oh man, the first two are the greatest. Nothing else compares to. Fuck you, you goddamn jackass. <laughs> this, That's... you know, some people say, you know, some more in time. I'm surprised Fern says Seventh Son, but you know, for, for me, the, the best, yeah. the best Maiden albums. I mean, holy crap! I mean. I, and I think there's a lot that goes to that. Again, I think it's a matter of for the listener, you know, because yeah. you have your group mentality. Obviously, we had your bunch of friends and the community at the time, the metal community, the smokers club, whatever you belong to, what they were listening to. And that had a play in what maybe become your favorite album. And sometimes it's a very personal thing to the individual. And that just happens to be for me. Like I was one of the only friends, uh, only ones of my friends at the time that, uh, Love Seven Son as much as I did. They all liked it, but they didn't like. For me, that was like oh, the pedestal album, oh, where everybody else was more Number of the Beast and Killers and the older stuff, specifically to Maiden. So I, I think it's person specific, but yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see where that might be. Yeah, for me, Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time was my first, and it was just like, yeah. holy shit! So every yeah. other album I put out, like I listened to, the first two included was all in comparison to how I felt about that album. Now, you know, as Eric mentioned earlier, you know, every single time you have that first time you're introduced and it's just yeah. like a goddamn fucking love song. I mean, I didn't like I, the way I feel. Time. Oh, you fucking. I didn't like it at first. It was. I, I only like was it years and that was it. It was Power Slave for me. It's the same that. way. That's how I feel about Power Slave. Is, I didn't like the song. I, I thought it was just over my head. I didn't get it at the time. I mean, I love it now. Obviously, just, obviously, because uh, you're not. I didn't get it. I just. But, it was like from Power Slave to that. I didn't understand what the hell was going we, on. We we expect this kind of shit from drummers. So <laughs> no, I expect it out of a 15 year old. 
I was like, Wait, are you, at that point, he, I was like, I wanted pow- another piece of mine, a power slave. And I'm like, the fuck is this guitar synth? Or I didn't know it was a guitar synth. I was like, what's the keyboard doing in metal? Right. What's it doing in Iron that, Maiden? What I are they singing exactly. about? What is this production? What is he? These drum fills don't make any sense. <laughs> it was just all over my head. It was just one of those things. Like, I didn't understand it. Yeah, it's funny because I actually had some friends to that point. So kind of like what I was saying before in terms of Seventh Son, a lot of some of those same friends were saying, yeah, they're starting to use keyboards now. Almost as if to say it's, I don't know if it was like a selling out thing or something fake about it. Yeah, there was a mentality that like it's just something now artificial. It's not just guitar. It is something going away and into a very fake direction. I'm like, oh, I don't see that, but okay. No. <laughs> but that Wasted Years video was incredible epic for me oh, i mean them yes. in the studio all the eddie yeah. faces yeah I, yeah i, love I that. would watch yeah. that over and over and slow down so i could see every eddie face <laughs> oh my god i've never seen that one before yeah. <laughs> i've never seen that one before well, that's, oh, man. i can barely remember any of their videos there's their videos do not stick at all wasted years was awesome though. That's yeah that's great probably the best one yeah. them in the studio and flight of icarus uh, in the studio too yeah yeah that's oh, true. I, I, I love the aces high in two minutes videos those were awesome I remember yeah. two minutes of a night. Yeah. yeah, it was like fake studio live yeah. performance things, but with some of the World War Two kind of map yeah. things. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Okay, Gangland. We talked about this a bit, but this is um. No, let's face it. Let's face it. It's, it's not as though this thing, the song, is just like absolute garbage. It's just on this album, it's it's it doesn't yeah. compare to the rest. It just that's just, the problem. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I mean I that's what, what I think the biggest reason why everyone's just like, oh my God, it sucks. It's because, you know, let's face it, on this side, we got Number of the Beast, Run of the Hills, and fucking Hollow Be Thy Name. I mean, it's like three of yeah. the best Iron Maiden songs yeah. are like, you know, sandwiching it. And it's like, sorry, gangland. And yes, <laughs> I mean, I'll flat out say Total Eclipse. Total Eclipse is a better song. I don't, uh, well, I don't agree, honestly. Well, I mean, I like the song, but I, I actually just I, I like it more. But it's, it's not as though it's like it would have changed my awesome opinion of this album. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if if it was there instead of Gangland, we'd still be having the same conversation about like, Probably. oh, that Total Eclipse song. God, <laughs> yeah. why did they put that one there? <laughs> and they played that live instead. Yeah, huh. on that tour. And what's fun? What's funny is it's it's on some of the CD track listings too. Like on this isn't an original. This is one of the later ones right. that they did with like the enhanced CD. Yeah, you, it's on the, the. Well, they just re-released fortieth. Yeah. yeah, it's on this one right here. The one. Yeah, it's on there in place of Gangland. So it says on the uh, it's oh. on the Japanese. Mine, mine has both. Mine has yeah. both. Well, this just came out last year. It was a fortieth anniversary. Yeah. Oh, it's on Spotify. Wait, you can wait, just wait, like, wait, wait, wait. To the single. Yeah, what? What? they they didn't put Gangland on there at all. So. Let me hold on one second. They probably should have, don't you think? I know. Like, Let's see. The, I think yeah, they just not. added it. I yeah, the Japanese version it. had yeah. both songs on it back in '82 okay. on the on the. Uh, the vinyl. Kinda, like, yeah, this, this one that I this CD that I have is a 1998 re-release when they did a whole bunch of them with the enhanced CDs and yeah. if you have all the the spines together. It kind of you can see the Iron Maiden. Uh, album cover. Oh yeah, shit! This thing's not that expensive. I always get in trouble when I end up buying albums when we do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's side yeah, two. I, see, yeah, I, I just spent one hundred and fifty dollars on. It's stuff. not even on there. Nope. That's wow. That's weird. Like they're, they're making this ridiculous that statement. Weird. 
That's yeah. like, our song sucks. Of, so what an app, bunch of well. assholes. It's not that bad of a song. It's not. Well, that was, I think that was a Steve Harris thing. He's like, yeah. Steve Harris said it should have been on the album, so I'm putting it on the album. Well, don't take the other one off. I know. Seriously. That's, that's it's fine with me. I don't know. The album's not play, that long. Can you play some of it so you can hear Bruce's yeah, awesome yeah, vocals? Well, yeah. Yeah, but. of course. <laughs> and he has a great scream in the middle of this one, too. I see. Can you play that bridge? Or the pre-chorus, or whatever the hell it's called, the next yeah. section. Let me see. Once it would be free. Yeah, this. These vocals are incredible here. If this were on Fear of the Dark, if this were on Fear of the Dark, we'd be like, well, fuck, man, that gangland, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad they <laughs> threw that one on there. Yeah. Well, if anyone cares, I think I, Clive took that intro from a Cozy Powell. I don't know what song exactly, but it has something to do with Cozy Powell and his drumming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think this was, an, this was an interesting one for us in the practice room because of how the intro was counted. And I was oh, watching, yeah. I don't, Tim, I think, I don't know if you were watching me, Tim, kind of yeah. say, I see the drummer counting. I'm like, <laughs> yes. no, this, yeah, that, that was a well, conversation in the room. Well, okay. even when we thought we, or we agreed, okay, if you want to count like that, fine. If I'm going to count like that, fine. As long as we all fucking come in together and, yeah, yeah, and play yeah, it absolutely. right. And then we still absolutely. had issues, just like where the guitar would come in. So up till like the first gig or the second time we played it, because the whole idea was like, I, I mean, I, I guess I think it was my idea. It was like, let's just learn the goddamn song. It's only four minutes long. Then we can do all of number of the beast. And I have this thing about doing complete albums. Like it's just, it's a nice product to promote, you know, complete album. We're doing all yeah, of number yeah, the yeah. beast. You know, no one does that. No one's going to play gangland. So, but we're gonna, cause yeah. we can, so why not? You gotta throw total eclipse in there next time, though. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't offend me at all. <laughs> uh, I just bought the LP, the Japanese version. <laughs> Jeez, from nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> it wasn't that much. It was only really? uh, fifty-two bucks after shipping. Wow, nice. good for you. Not bad for the eighty-two it's version. Four. 
Yeah. The score. Wow, that's pretty with, good. With the extra, with all the tracks. Wow. Nice. The score for sure. Do we want to play a little bit of Total Eclipse? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. There we go. This riff is tiring. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Sounds like Revelations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah but boring. <laughs> well, we left the hi hat. <laughs> some triplet thingy. That sounds like rat. Yeah, that's <laughs> very. Hey, maybe this song isn't better. Here comes Stephen Piercy. Oh, yeah. wait. You just got lucky! <laughs> the bass stays what is that A I'm I, guessing I like yeah I like that that's a very dancing thing to me. yeah it is I think there's a name for that but I can't remember when you do that It's a heavy riff. Yeah, I like yeah. that riff. Yeah, that's cool. It's a peace of mind sound again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing great. Uh, we'll see who wrote that one. And you, you've seen them play that on the um, Beast on the Road. This footage of them doing that. Oh. I, if I, I recall correctly, I think there's also footage of them doing that. And I think it's like the history of the Iron Maiden early years. DVD, I think. So I feel oh, like I remember on, seeing. It's I, on I remember the um, Twelve Wasted Years because uh-huh. they show a lot of. Um, I have that. So I'm road. sure I've seen it. I just don't remember. Yeah, um, that's a Harris Murray Burr collaboration. Oh, that's oh. right. Burr had oh. them writing credits on the album, and that was one of them. And Gangland too. And Gangland, yeah, yeah Gangland, right. yeah. Which maybe it was just the drum beat. I don't know. I guess you get credit for that, right? That's interesting. I, I wish I should. I would love to it, know exactly. If it doesn't seem like, fair okay. if you don't, right? You shouldn't I, have to it, pick up a guitar to get a credit. Right? I, but that's one <laughs> thing that pisses me off. Like, like my friend Mike was always, you know, adamant about this. The fact that drums, you know, a guitar player writes a riff and then a drummer comes up with a beat for it. Now, that beat they fucking wrote. They came up with that. There's no way in fucking hell the goddamn guitar player is just like, hey, you know what? Maybe fuck around with the ride cymbal there. No, every goddamn song, the drummer wrote their own part. So the drummers should fucking goddamn get credit for writing every fucking song. Well, not if it's like Matt Soren on GNR. No. Yeah, true. All right, all right. Not him. But yeah, I mean, but if you go by that logic, else. if you go by that logic, you could say like a bass player has writing credit for every song mm. they put a bass line to. Right? No, no, I'm sorry, but they're normally going to be following whatever the, the drummer wrote. I mean, let's face it. The, whoever wrote the song came up with riffs. And the bass player might come up with a fill, but that's not the riff. I don't want to get into you know? the weeds with like songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, did Clive didn't get a writing credit for Run to the Hills, though. And no. he starts that one as well. Right. So right. Yeah. I wonder if, you know, maybe Steve said, can you play this beat? Yeah. And he sat down and played it really poorly. And then Clive went up there and said, yeah, I can do that. Watch mm-hmm. me, motherfucker. Yeah, probably because it's probably because it's a concept that he was following in his mind. Yeah. Like the way Bruce said, to Nico to play, you know, however he where says to play there. where Eagles Dare. Yeah. So even though he played it, it's a drum intro, you don't get any credit. Drummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, think drummers. Well, I think they, I think that 
they, yeah, they get a they get a ride to the the deal a lot. They get a thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. Except for Charles Thanks, Dante, but uh, you know, well, he actually he writes, legitimately, yeah. legitimately writes all of their music. He writes the riffs. He that's why. Riffs, yeah. Well, Lars too. I mean, Lars, how many Lars, drum intros and things that are constructed around the drum beats? Arrangement and justice. Does, well, Arrange, Lars does most of the yeah. arrangements too. On the, arrangements. On the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he takes all the riffs and says this should go here and. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, let's get to um, Hallowed because it's. <sighs> The, might, might be my favorite Maiden song ever. One yeah, this of might the be their best. best song. Yeah, it, it could be their best. Pound for pound, but it's definitely best. one of their it's, best. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one, but it's. I, it's, it's in, my, this, this would be. One it's of in the conversation. Yeah. It's top definitely, five for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I top yeah. two. <laughs> I did a sorry sidebar, but I did a listener domination on Sirius XM once, and this was I got to pick three metal songs, and this was. I think one I heard that. Yes, you did. I, I remember. Yeah. It was this, uh, Master of Puppets, and this love. Was the three I picked, so. Can't go wrong with those. This song, I'm so used to hearing it live that it's so slow. I know. It is. Oh, <laughs> it's it is. so slow. Yeah. And I went, we both went back to, you know, so we heard Live After Death first, so we were used to that. Tempo, yes. And then we heard this, we're like, what? What's happening? Yeah. Same with um, Revelation. Was like, <laughs> Revelation was like that for me, too. Yeah. I only heard the live version first. Yeah. My two favorite at Maiden Song. There you go. It's this long hold up. Yeah. Yeah, Paul wasn't going to be able to do that. No. No, he might, actually. This party could, probably. I mean, he did sing Remember Tomorrow. Yeah. With, with actual scene. That riff. God. Yeah. Know. And when it gets comes back at the end, oh my God, so good. Papa Roach liked that riff a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a comment about that. <laughs> they stole it. That just... Thank you. That's also um, the same run that they do in Ram of the Ancient Mariner again. It's like a D E, but um, yeah. G F sharp. All right, well, I can't. I mean, that's two minutes of the yeah. song. But this uh, this song kind of set the standard for them doing these epic songs all the way up to Mother Russia at the end of their yeah. albums. True. Yeah. I think then, well, they, then they pretty much do that for the next. Well, for only the, the good die, unless you count only the good die. Yeah, only the good die. Young was. Oh, that. that's true. That is yeah. that. It, yeah, that doesn't. I never really compared happen. these with any of those. I mean, it's an epic song, but I don't think they all. They all. They're all like seven line. minute. Well, they're all. But they're all super yeah. long. You know, track yeah. album enders after this. Um, I just want to know if he's using a real chime or what they're using in the studio for that. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Oh, in 80, 82, they have to be. Yeah. You would think. But so. what I was going to say, Beach, you remember when we were learning? I think it was. This and the guitarists were saying something like, "Yeah, when we get to that Papa Roach part, I'm like, wait, <laughs> basically wrong about being in a maiden tribute, calling something a Papa Roach part." Well, it so, happens uh, in it happens in Genghis Khan or Transylvania, yeah, whichever one. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, what are you guys yeah. talking about? Like, I'm sure I'm going to recognize it. 
What's their biggest hit, Papa Roach? Yeah, last I don't know Papa Roach. Oh, well, so so Papa Roach is they had I get them confused with like two pieces. This okay. is my last, my last resort. And they stole it. You stole it. He stole it. Oh, literally it's, it's just a, stole it. A, I, I've never gotten to that part of the song. I turned it yeah. off. Before. It happens in Transylvania too. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? I don't. Want, I really don't want to taint our episode. With Papa Roach. No, no, no. Let's. We, we no, don't do that. We're right? talking about one of the most important metal albums of all time. Yeah, and you guys, you both are fired. I might oh, just not. bleep Papa Roach out every time somebody says it. Like it's that's the curse word of this episode. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they're cool, but like that's got it. Message, mes- message received. Message received. All right, and I, now I removed uh, Fern from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Muted. Exactly. Oh, gong. Um, All right. Well, but no, yeah. I mean, so, so, so the, the 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 solo part. Remember what I was saying before, but the end of twenty two, the, the riff that they played. Oh yeah, and in the in the guitar solos in this, there's like an identical riff that they used. Hmm, um, listen to that. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I wish I, I wish I I wish I knew the the minute marker. I don't. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I heard it. Yeah, it was just an interesting little thing when I first when I, when I first noticed it. I was like, they totally recycled the exact same. Riff. That's really interesting. <laughs> don't don't listen don't listen to the last two Metallica albums because uh, Chris you know I know. Was, uh, he just like recycling like a lot of like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's gotten yeah. lazy. He has gotten pretty lazy, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to go yeah. into the, in the weeds with Metallica stuff because yeah. we could talk about that all day, but. Yeah, that whole part. Invite, invite me to that podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look. Anytime you want to talk about Metallica, Tim and I will. Well, and Joe. I mean, we're Papa. You see my, you see my influence, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Jason Newstead. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. I don't know what else to say about the song. It's just it's one of their best songs ever. It's the yep. biggest, the first. Well, well, I wouldn't say the it, first well, big epic song. Like, should we, should we talk no, about but like to the end whole... the album? I'm talking about like yeah, yeah, yeah. they had um. There's a couple on Killers that are pretty long, I guess, and then um, Phantom of the Opera, Opera for sure. Yeah. But that's not an album closer. Like this kind of was a, a thing that they they went with until all the way, I guess, through Mother Russia. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, fucking Book of Souls. God well, damn, what's that? Dark. It's Empire seven minutes as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn, that's like a twenty-minute long song. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's fairly long one too, right? That's the one I play on uh, touch tunes when I, I hear too much like fucking country. I'm like, well, fuck it. You guys are gonna suffer. Twenty minutes of Maiden. You're gonna hear Bruce Dickinson yeah. playing piano for the next twenty minutes. Enjoy. It's the third most streamed on Spotify. Well, Run to the Hills, Number of the Beast, then Hallowed. Hmm. Wow. Well, Keith, were you gonna bring up the whole lawsuit thing or whatever? Yeah, the whole lawsuit thing is. I I've never really kind of. 
dove into that too much. I know the the basis of it is like you know they. Oh, was it this song? I thought it was Children yeah, of the Oh Dead. no, it there was a whole thought. thing where I, was it lyrically? Someone was saying that it's a ripoff, it, and they were. I thought it was musically them. and lyrically. I mean, that's the whole was, thing. Yeah, like, I haven't looked into. Has anyone else dove into that? I didn't more? dive into it to prepare for this podcast. I, I do even, remember this happening because I, they couldn't I, play the song for like two tours. Well, well we happened? talked about it. There was some <laughs> thought, other band that said that they basically ripped ripped them off with this song. Yes. So they were this there, song. There yeah, was a, there, it was Papa was Roach. A, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was some band back from the like the mid ninety mid eighties that that you know which was in the future. That Steve okay. Steve was actually like had a connection to. That's the big thing. That's right. Yeah. Oh, there was wow. there was a connection that Steve wow. had with these guys. Yeah. So it's just like how did I miss you know, this? Yeah, oh, they couldn't you, play the song oh. live for like when we. Right. Oh, I think so it was like a, the band, it may have been the Book years. of Souls tour where they couldn't play it at all. Really? Yeah, yeah they couldn't yeah. play the song yeah. live because there was this potential lawsuit that was happening. I remember the Stairway to Heaven thing. I don't remember the Hallowed Be That Name thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, it was there's a, thing. a band. There's an English band called Beckett, and they wrote a song called Life's Shadow in 1973. Can you, you play that? any of it somehow? I'm sure you can probably go on YouTube and find I mean, this. I, it'd be quicker. Why, why, Eric, Eric could you find... <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking. Life Shadow <laughs> by Beckett. And we can... Beckett. I bet it's not as bad as that... Um, what, what's uh, Stairway to Heaven? Yeah, that was pretty... That off. The whole intro that lick, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, band yeah. From the... that's one like... The band like, they toured wow, with right before. They... <laughs> that is a flat-out rip-off. I mean... God damn it, it's a great fucking song and he did. <laughs> okay, this is hey. Life's Shadow by Beckett. Let's see if this plays. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> oh. Okay. Ah. Well, like remember tomorrow. Yeah. Smooth jazz. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I okay. I so, can hear some maiden, but I don't know if it's Hallowby that name that I'm hearing. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not like it's some completely unique. And this is no slide on Beckett, no slide on maiden. It's not like it's some completely unique groove that no. only those two songs are so right. similar to each other. It's got to be a lawsuit. That's a very, uh, forgive the, the term, kind of generic groove. And if it resolves to the six going from E to C, also not an uncommon thing, right? Uh, and the fact that singing in the notes of what is it there? Uh, singing, having a B fact, vocal. They're, yeah, they're in the same like, key. Minor you know? line. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I get it, but it's a little. That song actually was reminding me of a Sabbath song. And I can't. Mm, I could hear that too. Yeah. I could hear that. But is that the part of the song that supposedly they ripped off? I don't know. Yeah, fast forward a little bit and see if there's more right. to it. How long is their song? 628. Wow. Oh, keep going. Hey, did he just, was he about to say, Life Down There is just a strange illusion? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, get to the part where they go, yeah. Oh. Well. Wow. They use two of the same words. <laughs> 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 it 
if I knew what he was singing in <laughs> the Iron Maiden song, I could compare. Okay. Oh, that violin part. Okay, listen oh, to that the violin that. part. They totally fucking ripped off the violin. <laughs> if you listen to the clean guitar part, though, it's actually going bum, 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 bum. I did. I was noticing that, too, actually. I yeah. was noticing that, too. Oh. So it's a slower version of the main riff, basically. Yeah, hmm. the plot thickens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that's why they couldn't play the song for a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know if wow. they, like, settled or what. They I don't did. Know what they settled. Out of court. Uh, they settled, okay. yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty uh, sure, like, like let's face it, the, the the Beckett band probably could use a few, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, it was a hundred thousand. Um, I'm pretty sure Steve and everyone else just like is it? Yeah, fine. Here's whatever. It's a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. yeah, that's what they got. Huh. Yeah, this is completely were... random, but just a, a quick Clive thing because I was, uh, I don't know, came across a drum solo that he did in the Number of the Beast tour, and of course in the the sidebar with all the other videos that came up. It was him playing with a band called Praying Mantis in like '95. Well, Praying Mantis oh, wow. was Paul's band. Hmm? Uh, Paul, uh, when oh. Paul left Iron, Paul when, when Paul got fired out of Iron Maiden, he formed Praying Mantis. Hmm. Wow. Well, this was in '95, and there was no Paul. I don't know who. The, oh, okay. And the yeah. song is really lame, but <laughs> but Clab is back there killing it. And just while we're on the subject, there's also you know that he. Formed uh, or joined a band with D. Snyder called Desperado. No, I did not. Know. I did not know yeah. that. It, it never. But what, came you, when, to when, when did that happen? That was um, like the early mid nineties. And uh, so after the Desperado project, I, I forget who the guitarist was, but it ended up becoming Widowmaker, which produced two amazing albums. Um, Clive didn't play on him, but he was in the first version, which was called Desperado. And if you go on YouTube, you can watch them rehearse. No, really? <laughs> yeah. And it's like an hour long. Oh, my God. And they're just sitting around and they're chatting. And it's just like an aerial view. It's kind of hard to hear everything that they're saying. But you can watch them rehearse. Clive's playing. And huh. then they're just hanging out and they're like drinking coffee and just chatting. Huh. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, but it's <laughs> it's it's weird to see that stuff. Um, you talk about the production of this album, just real yeah. quick. I, yeah, I feel right. like this is sure. one of the best, like at least for me, one of my all time favorite productions. It's like you can hear everything without oh, it being yeah. like how a lot of modern metal productions you hear everything but everything and i'm gonna blame metallica sometimes but <laughs> oh like, everything's nice. just so fucking loud and distorted and it's like all in your face this was just clean it was pleasant to listen to you can hear every note everything is mixed so well every song sounds exactly the same with the production yeah this has a homogenous sound from beginning to end uh, I just think everything about it from a production standpoint is definitely up there with the best for me. And this was like 82. Yeah. That's the crazy. And nothing, not, nothing was fighting. No, no, none of the audio, everything had a place to live really nicely. Mm -hmm. You know, it, was, it wasn't fighting the loudness war, you know? I, I mean, the biggest thing for me, like on the bass side, it's just like, you know, he's yeah. doing stuff that no one else 
really is doing at 82 on pace, except for maybe on the prog side of things. But one way or another, like you can hear distinctly all the shit he's doing in comparison to what the guitarists are doing. I mean, you know, having that clarity is just, oh. And you yeah, know what's you funny? You don't get that with other bands. You don't get that with other bands. Not, the funny not, thing is, like in the next two albums, the production kind of, well, peace of mind especially, of mind. yeah, is all these kind of muddy. Yeah, Power Slave got cleaned up, but and then over time, the production. I don't know if Nico said I need to hear the bass drum. I could never hear it before. And now everything is just fucking loud, and they have everything up, like all the drums that. Drums never sounded good. I hate Nico's sound, honestly. But the, on most of the albums, the toms all sound really like pillows. And but everything is all in your face. Like this was '82, and it was like the cleanest, best mixed album to me. Maybe out of every single Maiden album. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely sounds better than Peace of Mind. Like I love Peace of Mind, but production wise, it's one of their. This, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, like, you know, this is my favorite Iron Maiden album, right? Like, right? This one's my favorite, right? You know, <laughs> are you like, asking us? It's, it's, it's <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's, it's not a matter of asking. It's just a matter of like, you know, like, this is my it's, favorite. It could be. It's, probably, I, it's up there. I mean, you just can't decide. Exactly. I mean, I mean, let's face it. It's fucking Iron Maiden. So you know, you've got enough to choose from. But God damn it! Like when I listen to this album. Oh, especially so how it closes. Exactly. There is so many of the best work. And I mean, especially, you know, Bruce being his introduction into it and, and fucking nailing it. You know, get rid of the old guy who I love. I mean, I love how gravelly and, and fucking, you know, low key fucking Paul was. Pull in Bruce and all of a sudden he just fucking brings an element vocally where where you know he legitimately it, let's face it yeah. let's face it, it how many other vocalists in so in, in metal yeah. are as talented as he is how many you know how I mean, many can sure, still do it to this day like we saw them last year and he still sounded amazing it's ridiculous and same same keys better yeah yeah no they're not tuning Be- down he's gotten better in recent years yeah, yeah he sounds like if you go back and listen that, you know that was his blasphemous but like you know like maybe live after death, things up a little bit you know live after death he he's he's missing some notes on live after oh death. yeah oh so, yeah big time ace ace know. is high right at the right at the, right yeah. at the gate you it's know? like why would you want to open well they have to open uh, it, I guess, I, well i think i think i think he learned he's you know let's face it as years have gone on He's learned yeah. what he yeah. should be doing in order. Well, to you read his book, pain. and he talks yeah. very specifically about learning how to use that instrument because it is an instrument, yeah. right? Um, and how you well, have to take care of your voice and take. I'm care guessing of, their lifestyles yeah. have changed considerably since yeah. 1980. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. 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 yeah, a lot, yeah. And that's after cancer. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the crazy thing. Look, listen to Book of Souls where he had cancer and he sounds freaking amazing. It's wild. Yeah. I think. Um, well, I, I know he he still sounds great and. Didn't really ever sound bad, but um, I don't think his voice ever truly sounded better than this album. Like he's still young, you know. He, yeah. he can he's he's, he's rendered in properly. He's probably he's probably doing things that were bad for his voice back then. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's still he's doing he still the had, shit. He still had a, a, a clear clarity to his voice that even on the next album wasn't there 
as much. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I can't decide in terms of vocals which one is is better because the the first three with him, there's just so many moments where he's just like a fucking legend. So that's kind of the, I'm moments. not trying to I'm not trying to shit on anything else that he did later. I'm just saying like I just there's something about how he sounds here. Maybe it's just an energy he brought because yeah. he's in this new band. But. Yeah, and listen to the live stuff from this tour. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's almost like there was an element of something to prove in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and, sure. and he, and he yeah. um I I read about how he and Steve both kind of were the ego guys on stage, <laughs> yeah. and and it was he didn't have to really. Steve didn't really have to compete with Paul for stage presence, but then now he was like, it's like, fuck, we got <laughs> yeah. these two yeah. um, egomaniacs. That, well, I mean, in that yeah. way, respectful way, like you, you want people to be, uh, but it, you know, it I there. believe it turned a little, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Bruce and Steve were like, fuck you, motherfucker. This is my, but stage. that's good. It's a little bit of like um, John and Paul. Like you want a little bit of pushing friendly competition. Yeah. So anyway, Who's this John and Paul you speak of? <laughs> Guys, yeah. You, you've heard of the Beatles? Let's not, let's not the go Bible? back down the we're Beatles. Getting, we're yeah, getting we, we, we already talked about them. Yeah. yeah. The Beatles came up twice on an Iron Maiden podcast. What is happening? <laughs> Sorry. Well, Chris is That's here, what you so get not, for having me it's on. It's not that surprising. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, I mean, we've already kind of given away our grades. At least Chris did, but grades for this one. I mean... I'm going to go, well, here, let Chris and Fern, you guys go first. Chris, you already. Yeah, motherfuckers. I'm still going to go A+. plus. There's no reason to, there's nothing, even if Gangland is, it's it not matter. as good as the other songs. It, it's not as good, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't tarnish anything for me. It, the whole album, everything about it, A+. plus. It's hard to beat. So it's a special album. It's the only album where you've got Bruce and Clive. It, it, and and yeah. Chris hit the nail on the head with the production and just the feel and the emotion of the song, the attitude that Bruce uh, and just the stark contrast, no slight, no slight on Paul, but the, the stark contrast between Killers and Number of the Beast and just. Yeah. We're not talking about the Beatles anymore. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Even with that and with Gangland actually being one of my all time favorite Maiden songs. Wow. Um, Which one? Uh, Gangland. Gangland is oh. one of your favorite Iron Maiden songs. It just is. I mean, and I have a lot of songs that I mean, I, this is you a use the podcast your favorite, right there. Time out, time out, time out. Yeah. His favorite Maiden album is Seventh Son. So obviously he's flawed somewhere in his brain. <laughs> in more ways than many. He's a mysterious um, man. But, uh, but with that said, and again, speaking within the context of all of the albums, I give it an A because I have four others that I would rank A plus and I feel like it would just be throwing them away. And, you know, again, I think that it's it's got a special place in my heart um, and all the points that we touched on before. But uh, an A, but I, I'm proud of it. And, and I, I, I love I, the album dearly. I, it's it's really special. Anytime we get to play something off that on stage as well, it translates. Yeah, I agree with you for the exact same reasons. I, I yeah. give it an A uh, only because there are a couple moments that I'm like, eh. yeah. uh, invaders being... <laughs> the key, the chorus uh, yeah. the is like, mm, why would you open an album with that? But a, a, regardless, it's an A um, for me. Uh, let me continue on that aspect because both of you are saying in comparison, and you're comparing it to the rest of Iron Maiden's collection. And Iron Maiden, let's so face, compare it to the year. They are. <laughs> I mean, let, well, we compare it to fucking 
I mean, so many other bands out there, you know, do not do not consistently produce what Iron Maiden does. Sure. And you know, to, to just to, to, to say A instead of A plus, it it just. I'm sorry, Iron Maiden deserves the A plus around the across the board because of how consistent they are. They are just fucking we're phenomenal. Not, we're not so grading A+. the band. We're grading this. Up. Yeah. Yeah, as it, well, but I think both of you are grading it in comparison to the rest of their output. Yeah, but it's hard not to. Which we don't really, really have a matrix. If if well, <laughs> no. fuck you all, fuck you all. If you're going to compare <laughs> this, you should compare it to the rest of the entire genre. This is a goddamn A plus, as well as most of their albums are A pluses. So nope. that, I can agree I with that say. context. Yes. Yeah. Except yeah. for Fear of the Dark. <laughs> Except for Fear of the Dark. <laughs> and uh, no prayer for the dark. No prayer. I was thinking, like, what else could be an A plus? But because, like, even Peace of Mind has some. Oh, Peace of Mind second side is garbage. I like them all. I would say, like, West for Fire. I don't know. I like them all. I'd play them all. West for Fire is garbage. Containment Land. I do too. I love them all. I just they don't. I wouldn't say they're A pluses as albums. Yeah, I would. I would say to me, to me, Power Slave. And somewhere in time are A pluses. Somewhere in time is for sure A plus for me. That's an A plus, yeah, yeah. All right. So who so else? So they can only have they can only have three A pluses per band. <laughs> is that ah? <laughs> so that? I have to I have to remove one because I have four. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just go with A, just for basically what said. Like, and I'm not using uh, Keith's grading matrix. <laughs> It's the invaders chorus that brings it down. Eat my dick. I guess just because like they have, they have four other albums I know I like more completely, a little better. So yeah, that's yeah. all. Um, if this had been Judas Priest, maybe it was an A plus. I don't know. It would have been <laughs> fucking weird, right? But like an A plus 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 plus. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and it's it's stupid that we have this argument right about it's fucking yeah. subjective yeah, yeah it's yeah. So, exactly yeah. exactly yeah say what you want to fucking say and you're so, fucking wrong we all collectively agree it's one of the greatest metal albums of all time absolutely yeah. yes yeah, yeah, i yeah. mean you know the fact that we're in a tribute band has to say something you know <laughs> yeah. we, we played it. the whole album live. Time out. chris chris you just said it's one of the best albums ever how is that not an a plus across the board for all fucking six of us because you're, you're not allowed that many others, because, because we have to think about other Iron Maiden albums. No, you we save some of those A pluses. The for rest of metal. We should think that that like you know, dangerous toys exist. And no, that's goddamn not enough's enough. No. Okay, like throw trickster. <laughs> you're gonna start going down the trickster. You're no, gonna start going no. down this this rabbit hole of those like, th- now those we have to think even... start thinking about pop music and Michael those Jackson albums. Those albums exist. So in comparison. This is a motherfucking as A+. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tim, There's no such thing as Trickster. <laughs> did you rate yours, Tim? No, I give, it an, I give it an A for the same reason that uh, uh, Fern and Joe and Eric said, that there's there's room to grow a little bit, and there's a couple songs that are a little bit lower. There it's, are two it's songs. Like, <laughs> it's like half of a plus. It's not A+, plus, but it's it's almost there, but not quite. I mean, It's like 98.7 or something. It's really close, but... <laughs> Ugh. Gangland was, chorus, gang, yeah. Gangland Invaders chorus. That's yeah. what's killing that's, everyone. That's yeah. the, which, yeah. which, which are my favorites. So that's just so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. it doesn't affect I, me. It doesn't hurt me at all. Those huh? those moments. 
Also, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nostalgia. There's places. Where did you come into the band? Where did there's all these yeah. factors that play into yep. it? Somewhere yep. in Time is my favorite because that was the first album I bought new, yeah. and it's just there's so much nostalgia there. So if 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 this had been the first, I don't know. Right. Maybe it'd be, you yeah. know, it's just, it's too hard to, this is really difficult. So I mean, I think that's a good is, point, you know, uh, even though we've said it a million times, because again, for, for me, it was like, all right, I had all these other albums. So somewhere in time was, I don't know when that came into play when I bought that, but it wasn't, it was probably the, the sixth album or something. Yeah. So now I'm comparing it to, yeah. you know, peace of mind and power slave, especially. Yeah. Think- and it wasn't that at all. No, and it hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, because when back back then when you you had to go physically buy the album, and and you were a teenager and you couldn't really get to the record store. Yeah, and you didn't I know what walk, they had. Walk well, but you didn't necessarily know what they were going to have, right? So um, yeah, well, we you, knew when it came out. That was the exciting. I'm, so, I'm talking thing. about if you yeah. if you found a band and you're trying to go back to get their catalog. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, fill up their your your. your you walked in to buy a Pong album and so, they didn't so have the first, any prong. So say Iron Maiden's got like, you know, eight albums out when you get into them or, or six albums out. Whatever the first one is, that's the one you're going to hear the most when you're, yep. you know, formulating your, your opinion of the band. Especially if you love them, you're going to play with that tape over and over, that that album, you know, the CD or whatever. So that gets burned into your, your psyche more than other the, the other albums. Right. Like this was kind of the last of the, the original um, – you know, the old albums that I got, you know, when I was filling up, finishing my collection. So yeah, that was part of. I it think too. that's part of it too. Like yeah, I, just, I didn't play it going, as much. Yeah, well, also going back from Life After Death and hearing those versions of the songs, yeah. and being used to those versions of the songs, and then going, oh, let's hear these studio versions. It was the, like for me, and I think for us, those were the like. I don't know if like the real well, version. I had, Those the, are the I had the VHS, we too. Like, like, yeah. I had, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was burned into my brain, like, watching yeah. it over and over. Yeah. yeah, and then to go backwards and hear the studio version, you're like, this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, right. This isn't the same as what I'm used to. I mean, now you're right. like, well, I know what's going on now. But, like, back then, you're like, I don't know. It's kind yeah. of weird. You know, so it's just, there's a lot of stuff going on that, you know. Also, what should have been the opener? <laughs> right. I think Invader I think number of, number, number of the beasts. Number of the beasts. Yeah, number of the beasts. The, the title track. Number, be number the beast. That would have been. Yeah, that actually yeah. would have been. That would have worked. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll die too. You'll die on this Invaders. Invaders is an opening song for Invaders is an opener and Gangland is badass. Let's do it, baby. This is why we do this podcast so we can have all the different opinions. All right, well, uh, we've been chatting for three hours, so we should probably end this thing. It's um, Iron Maiden. That's what happens. I know, I know. Hey. So, hey, but hey, I hey. want to give you guys an opportunity. I know I, I can't have Chris promote his stuff because he's playing like 8,000 shows <laughs> in the next month, but <laughs> just kidding. He's got, he's got like three books he's putting out. <laughs> <laughs> Anything coming up in the next couple weeks for you guys that you want to promote, feel free. Any shows? For the Maiden band or the... Uh, for any band, Anyone. Really? Anything. Uh, I have to look at my calendar. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, Let's say that's June 17th. June 17th at Craft House Stage and Grill in Pittsburgh. Yep. So we should definitely mention the July show, July 14th. At, Bastille uh, Day. Is it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's Bastille Day with Maiden Music and Quiet Riot. <laughs> We're doing, 
it's called the Rock the Mountains Festival. It's in its third year. It's out in Cumberland, Maryland. Oh, wow. It's, a, out, cool. it's an outdoor festival. And the people that run it are all musicians. They they do a really good job. And um, so they have two stages that are all that are right across from each other. And huh. they just alternate bands. And then on the first night, so it's, it's a Friday and Saturday. We're on the Friday, the 14th. Oh. And uh, we play right before Quiet Riot. So The, the real Quiet Well, Riot? yeah. Or, or whatever's Rudy, left. Rudy Sarzo is the Obviously, only. yeah, the yeah, yeah. vocalist is dead. Well, so, I, I, I meant the band, like not a tribute. Not a tribute. No, it's okay. the actual, yeah, if the, you want to call it that, the actual Quiet Riot. Okay. And their, their drummer is, died too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And that's it right now. Cool. In terms of Maiden. Fern, you got anything? Um, yeah, I mean, I play, in a, I play in a band called uh, Klepto Radio. Uh, we've got just a number of gigs coming up. Uh, we've got... Uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of the sub guy for right now because we're looking for, for someone that can actually play the keyboards. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, we've got we've got a number of gigs coming up, one of which is, I think, this coming week. I can't remember where because I don't have the calendar in front of me. Um, so I fail there. Uh, and I also jam with a band called Legal in the District, and I have a couple of uh, gigs coming up there. So um, is that your um, legal? Legal in the District is with Greg and Tommy, right? Uh, Greg, Greg and Tom, right. And, and Mandy yeah, so, and, uh, so and Chris Dye on the drums and Joe Maddie and I, D on guitar also. Yeah, and, Joe and I were in a band with Tommy, so we know Tommy well. Yeah, Tommy's um, he's the professor, just aptly named. What a brilliant and beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's I call well he's I don't know I don't know who came up with this, but human jukebox is what I heard him call it. Yeah, think, yeah. He's completely accurate. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's awesome. And of of course Greg, obviously Chris knows Greg and um yeah. he's been on the podcast uh Rockstar. a couple times, I think. So yeah. Yeah, so he's great. Uh, okay, last question for you guys. Favorite maiden? Well, well wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. I'm at least promoting my own shit because uh, <laughs> uh, my old band, who uh, we haven't played, oh, yeah. we haven't played live since 2011, I think, is uh, playing a show um, April 10th. Oh, yeah, at, got it on uh, my calendar. Cool. Yes, at the Auto Bar up in Baltimore. Nice. Uh, it's, it's a it's a Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday, um, which is old. You know. My old band was well known for playing week weekday shows in Baltimore, even though we all live in Virginia. Um, but uh, so one way or another, yeah. If if you're interested in um, seeing the uh, well, old school thrash punk, my old band is called the Overprivileged, and we're playing the Auto Bar on uh, April 10th. So, is this original members as well? It's all three. It's I mean, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way in hell we're gonna do a show without Dan, Scott, and I. It's it's, it's, it's a three of okay. us. Yeah. Very good. It's well, in Baltimore any... on a Monday, so it's gonna be hard to, for me to come it, out. It's a Monday, day. yeah. We're we're, we're the first time in a in in fucking twelve years we played, and we're doing a goddamn Monday. That's a two hour <laughs> drive for me. I did the short haired Metallica gig on a weeknight at Auto Bar. Oh wow. It's not fun. After doing like three funerals at Arlington Cemetery, I drove straight to Autobar with the SUV full of drums and did a '90s Metallica. I remember. Show. I was 
I think I was invited <laughs> to do that, but I was like, Ugh, that's right. Ball was tomorrow on a, on a Wednesday or something. Yeah, it was with Justin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Right. right, yeah. right. I was like, I don't think I can pull that off. I would love to do it, but that's that's a that's a tough ask. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my 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 last question again. Um, favorite Maiden oh song to play live? If you if you can pick. Oh, to play one live. Or two. Yeah, to play live. To um, I don't know that I could play any of Steve Harris's songs live. That is really difficult to answer because there's so many special parts to so many different songs yeah. and so many different things that are brought forth from certain songs. And the first example that comes to mind is Seven Sun, right? Mm, yeah. That's such a special moment for us because it's big, it's epic, it, it, it moves well. Same thing with Weimar the Ancient Mariner. Um, and I think Seven Sun was kind of a bit of a hurdle for us and we were really proud to get over it. But then you know, Stranger in a Strange and, and Deja oh, Vu. Yes. Um, so cr- crossing that sort of Rubicon was a real special thing, and that makes it a lot of fun to play live. That's a really hard question to answer uh, for me. Yeah. I can tell you songs I don't like to play live. <laughs> okay. I want to hear that. Uh, yeah. Of, so oh, every bass player hard. that is listening is likely going to write me off because Phantom of the Opera is not a song I ever care to play. Why so, is that? I just don't like it. You know what it is? Because for, it, it goes back to listening to a song and playing a song. To me, sometimes they're one and the same. If I can listen to a song and I enjoy playing it, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to want, I mean, sorry, if I enjoy listening to a song, I'm going to likely enjoy playing it. So you just don't like the song um, to begin with. Say again? You don't enjoy the song to begin with. That's actually. kind of the problem. Uh-huh. I just, I'm not crazy on the song. Yeah, oh, yeah it's well, fun. Yeah, that makes sense. Riffs, yeah. But it just doesn't do anything for me, you know? Kind of cool I try my best, do, 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 and, and I don't do, do, let anybody do, 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 in the crowd know <laughs> that I'm not having a great time. But I'm, you know, I do it. Besides <laughs> the boxes, <laughs> you should what? wear Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so you don't yeah. have to see me crying. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> huh. You have um, anything, Chris? I was looking through our. What are your favorite song. moments? Like anything that you can. Oh my! Point well, that to makes room. it even diffi- more difficult. Drum solo. <laughs> no. Well, yes. They I'm me so start... happy we added the drum solo. Oh, I, I know. I, yeah, I, I mean, saw. Last it's time. awesome. Oh my hey, god! Hey, this is inside baseball stuff, right? But did you did you guys do the slow part on Deja Vu, or do you go right into the? No. The red, we go right into it. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, there's things like I actually love the guitar harmony moments, like middle of the flash of the blade. Oh, yeah, I'm an ancient mariner, the guitar solo in Stranger in a Strange Land. Oh, so good. Um, because it's like, I mean, especially Stranger, it's that song is like, I don't want to say emotional, but like that, that, that guitar up. solo is emotional. It is, yeah. yeah. And it builds it's got up. feel, yeah. And he's, yep. it's got feel. And, like, it doesn't matter what the drum – the drum part is just you're playing time, but that's all you need to do. It doesn't have to be intricate or anything like that to be fun. And it's just, like, that is so, uh, so fun to play. Yeah. Um, that's where you get chills, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Special killers, place in my heart, lyrically and all. But yeah. anything like not anything with the Clive, but like the older stuff, like Prowler and Killers, mm-hmm. Murders, it's so intense. And yes, the playing is fast. There's no letting up. It's just you're 
driving from beginning to end and there's no letting up that has a certain kind of fun factor and intensity to it well there's a sense of pride there too right like you guys got through that and for me anyway when i learned songs like that where i'm like i just nailed that and it feels good to you know what i mean yeah i mean that definitely happens too like the end of two minutes to midnight sometimes live i don't know remember when he did it but he'll do all eighth notes on the bass drum on the outro of two minutes to midnight during that he's going the whole ending and i try to do it and sometimes i just kind of like fall on my face but sometimes it just works in my but is on automatic pilot and it works and I just, I'll stand up after that like fuck yeah you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got to get up and do the Lars yeah yeah right like, stick you out your tongue yeah <laughs> yeah walk off I wish I could walk off but I'm hardwired no pun intended oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't just like walk off the drums like it's you know in my living room yeah 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 uh, yeah, there's so many things. Wasted years from beginning to end. Again, that dr- that guitar solo, or even before. And this is it's a fun it's one. Such a weird thing, but even before the guitar solo actually happens. Oh that yeah, build that build-up. And it's still the guitar riff, like the intro. Yeah, but you got the bass changes. It goes up. Yep. That whole thing. I love that moment before the guitar solo. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so pr- every song probably has like a a really fun moment. Yeah, really, um, really too hard to pick. Yeah, revelations. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Go before the last breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'm over there and, so and and i'm i'm an idiot because i'll yell at the crowd i don't just mouth it like i'm like <laughs> yeah, there's a not lot of video any worrying of about any vocals i have to sing i'm you know yelling with the crowd because i'm a fan you yeah, know yeah. just yeah. Every, I, i'm not maiden i'm not steve i'm a fan you, living you know what life. you're supposed to do there at yeah. that point of the song it's, it's it's not a matter of oh i'm sitting here Oh, what is everyone else yelling? Yeah, I get I get no, frustrated if I'm in the audience because you're goddamn fan of the goddamn song. Yeah, if people well, in the audience you... aren't screaming along to that part, I get frustrated. Like I'm looking around, going, well, you... "What are you guys doing? You're supposed to, be... <laughs> you know, this yeah. part. Come on, you've yeah. seen them live before." Yeah, and if you if you hear the studio version, I like one. It's you're like, this is really slow, and then you're slow. also like, you, yeah. when that part hits, you're like, it's Where's... in your brain, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of the same with song, Fear of the like, Dark. Then there's songs that are uh, are strange because, it, at least for me, like songs like Heaven Can Wait, uh, Deja Vu especially, I was like, okay, at this point, I'm kind of like up for whatever. Ex- ex- oh, I shouldn't say that, but, you know, we don't have a lot of unanimous, definitely got to play this one, hands down. But once, like, I wouldn't have loved Deja Vu if we didn't start or as much as when we started playing it yeah. for whatever reason, it's, I don't know. It just has this magic playing it. Once we started playing it together was great. But once we started playing it live and then, you know, it's even it's better. So sometimes cool you don't even too. know. Yeah. yeah. The drums in that song to me, are really cool too. The little triplets I, that he does. Yeah. He always adds those fast doubles, but then like the open hi-hats are kind of cool. Yeah. 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 
Um, that is the one song from that album that I've always thought was like meh. Really? You know? I like that song. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Honestly, now I feel so hmm. different Crazy. about it because of us doing it. It's really strange. All right, well, look, guys, thank you so much. It's been like almost four hours that we've been chatting about this. So <laughs> this is going to be one. Uned- just keep it unedited and throw it up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should. I mean, it's who cares? It's made and people are going to listen to it. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you guys on. You guys are welcome anytime. You know that. So, yeah. Fern, we're going to hit you up on that that offer to, for the Metallica stuff. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> if, if you're up for talking Metallica, we always are. So yeah. we'll figure something out. Um, awesome well maybe not all thanks for having us (laughs) hey it's the 20th anniversary of St. Anger this year (laughs) you need a St. Anger snare button (laughs) (laughs) oh just be a trash can wouldn't it wait it's the what 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 anniversary 20th anniversary 20th 20th yeah 2003 yes sir 2003 (laughs) yeah (laughs) maybe we'll talk about it I'd love to all right cool (laughs) <laughs> all right guys thank right, you dudes. very much good seeing you yeah thanks yeah. again see you too. hopefully we'll see, see you, you in june see you soon sounds good all right yeah. all right all right nice to meet you Ciao. fern yeah you as well cheers brother uh, see ya energy energy aggression power to sum it up it's a vulgar display of power sometimes i think you drink just a little too much blood i'm sorry i'm going to be a bloodaholic but i'm Cutting it up, cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some cunt's recording this.